Our friends at Manscapes are turning their men's shower dreams into their favorite routines. The ultra premium new collection is an all-in-one hygiene, skin, and hair bundle. It's designed to upgrade your shower from head to toe. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. The shower routine uses all the collection's products. You start with the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash. You'll smell so great, all the ladies will be after you. Next, you apply the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses. <laughs> Once you hop out the shower, apply the Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. If you have tattoos or dry skin, hit your skin with the hydrating body moisturizer spray. Last but not least, check out the Lawnmower 4.0, electric trimmer to clean off any unwanted body hair. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof, and so it can join you in the shower. Although your balls might look like punching bags, don't <laughs> treat them like one. The Lawnmower is designed to cut hair on loose skin. Get 20% off free shipping with code to hotboxing at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with code hotboxing at manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. Our next partner is Current. We love using the app and debit card. It has an intuitive app design and it's easy to track spending. Current is the future of banking where you can spend, save, and manage your money all from your phone. Grow your savings 60 times faster with 4% APY on current saving pods. The more money you put in, the more money you'll make at over 60 times the national average of 0.06% APY. Current makes it simple, unlike traditional savings accounts. There's no lockout periods and there's no additional fees, no minimum balance required to get started. Get paid up to two days faster on direct deposit because most banks hold your money up to 48 hours. Earn up to 15 times the points on every swipe, redeemable for cash back rewards when you usually get nothing for debit cards. No overdraft fees up to $100, which means no more anxiety about getting declined when you swipe. We're partnered with Current to give away cash. Current is giving away $2,000 to Hotbox and listeners. 10 listeners will receive 200 bucks each. All you have to do is download Current at current.com slash hotboxing for the chance to win. Sign up in less than two minutes at current.com slash hotboxing for a chance to win $200. Giveaway ends April 15th. No purchase is necessary to win. Visit current.com slash hotboxing for full terms and conditions. Current is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided at Visa debit card issued by Choice Financial Group members, FDIC. The current annual percentage yield is variable and may change at any time. Terms and conditions apply. So your thoughts on Jake Paul? My guy, Jake. I like guy? Jake. Yeah, yeah, I like Jake. He's cool. Wait, they were talking about him fighting you or you fighting him or Logan. Is that something that's still... Let me at him. Hey, this is Mike Tyson, another episode of Hot Boxing, and I have my man Sebastian over here. And we have Israel Adesanya, the one Adesanya. and only, <laughs> the one and only style bender. Yes. Fuck your ass up. <laughs> I I'm a nice guy. I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm chill. So tell me, brother, this is awesome to have you, brother. How long you been champion so far? How long I've been champion? Well, in the UFC since 2019, early 2019. Yeah. 
Um, but I've always felt this way. Like, I've always felt this way. Anyone who's watched my journey, I will just say, kind of like Ali, he said this quote, I'm the greatest. I said it before I knew I was. From fight number four in kickboxing, I remember just feeling like I could be really, like, the best at this. I didn't know how. I hadn't, because, okay, look, I'm not athletic. I'm big and black. I can't play basketball. I'm Nigerian. Football's not my thing. I'm from New Zealand. I don't play rugby, you know? Like, I couldn't catch a ball for shit. They called me Butterfingers in high school. But somehow, I was just like, I'm good at this fighting shit. And I just felt like Jackie Chan whenever I fought. So I was like, I could be the best at this. And the conviction just stuck with me. And yeah, here we are, still with me. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, the drug. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things as well. Like, when I first started, I remember my first fight. The, the feeling of it, because I fought this guy. You know David Tua, right? He's a boxer yeah, from New Zealand, yeah. legend. This guy had a haircut like him, like the high, high top fade. And he was definitely not in my weight class. But then when I fought him, the first, like, I, I, I stood in front of him. And this is my first ever fight, mm -hmm. amateur fight. And in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? This guy's going to whoop your ass. Holy shit. <laughs> you can't fight. Holy shit, he looks mean. He's going to kick your ass. And I touch gloves. Yep, let's go. Boom. I touch gloves, go to the corner. And then within the first 15, 10 seconds, mm -hmm. I remember I dropped him with a drop kick. And this feeling of confidence just surged through me. And mm -hmm. I remember just feeling like just God mode. But yeah. then after that, everything else was a blur. Then after the fight, everyone was like, man, you did amazing. Fuck, you were this, you were that, you were that. And I was just like, really? Okay. I watched the fight back now. I was just spastic. I was like a bucking bronco. I didn't know Some people what I was born doing. the fight. I feel I'm maybe not born to it, but it's just something in me. Something. No, like, no, no. Some people are just born the fight. They, yeah. They could be a little bookkeeper. They could be a lawyer and stuff mm. until that switch is turned on. Yeah, that's it. The switch. Because I don't remember the, the fight switch. at all. And after the fight, when I watched the tape back, I was like, "Damn, damn, that was me." Yeah. It's like shit. Even now, whenever I look in my eyes when I fight, it's uh, it's like who, I know that guy. I've met him before, but it's not me right now. This is me. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know this as well. Even you notice when you go when yeah. you go on the field. You have to turn that switch on where it's like, yo, it's game time. Facts. Yeah. You know how many people that can't turn that switch on? And I've seen a few. Could turn it on and can't turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> That's the I word. I know a guy. And they can't turn it off. <laughs> now, yeah, I've, I mean, I've never been that guy, but I don't like to live in that mode too much because it's not, it's not healthy. Not it's at not all. It's not healthy. Not like, I don't all. know if you've ever... I've been there. I've been there where it's like I'm always looking for static and this. That's why a lot... There's two things people say when they first meet me, like, mm -hmm. especially fans, it's like, Oh my God, you're a lot bigger in person. And man, you're a lot different like you're on TV. I'm like, bro, you're not trying to fight me. It's different. Like, if you're yeah. trying to fight me, then it's, it's, facts. it's static. You know, it's then facts. it's like, I'll give you that energy. But nah, I'm just, I'm just me. I like to have fun. You are tall as shit, though. That shit threw I me know, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, damn. Yeah, this guy's big. I know what it is about the TV. And the thing is, I'm taller than a lot of my opponents, but the TV somehow either shrinks me or it's because I'm cutting weight. I look, I look shredded and skinny, but. Mm -hmm. Nah, I get around. I'm like Bigfoot. Yeah. You get around. So your next fight mm -hmm. with Jared. Jared Cannonier. Let's talk about Let's that. Check Jared that out. Let's look at this cat. He's man. on. I set him up before. Let me see. I, before he fought Whitaker uh, in, in Abu Dhabi, mm -hmm. and he failed that one. But mm -hmm. I felt like he's still, he's a, he's the dark horse of the division. He's the guy that everyone sleeps on. Yeah. And yeah, he he's a motherfucker. On a good so. night, he could beat anybody. He's a beast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone can beat anyone on, on any night. Yeah. That's one thing you can never take for granted in this game, in the fight game. Yeah. All it takes is even. Oh, bro, I was watching this fight. What was the one? Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but we were watching this fight on the Okoli undercard. This dude was getting his ass whooped in the corner. I don't know if you know Lawrence Okoli. He's a boxer from from the UK. Mm -hmm. He was getting his ass whooped in the corner, just blocking, blocking, blocking. 
for about three rounds because we got there late. And then it was, I think, the, the 10th round in the last second, and he knocks the guy out crazy. Knocks the guy out, flatlines him, and then the whole place just blows up. So, yeah, all you need is one second. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. A second of fighting is too slow. Mm. A tenth of a second. Yeah, you're right. Can you imagine that second crazy. too slow for mm. fighting? It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, this is when he was yeah. a light heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Heavyweight. He was, he, so he's come from heavyweight, dropped out of light guy heavyweight. The black, the black guy, guy, the black guy, Jared. Yes, now he's coming down to middleweight to fight you? Now he's been at middleweight for a while now, but he started off, I remember, this is heavyweight. God, this is him at heavyweight. Look at him. Carrying, you can see he's a little bit chunky. <laughs> Just a little bit. But even then he went down to light heavyweight and then brought even back down to middleweight. But I feel like this is where he belongs in middleweight. But yeah. Yeah. I told That's him. A heavyweight to fight though, right? Yeah, that was a heavyweight fight. Can we so see him at him. middleweight? This is him at, let me see, light oh, yeah, heavyweight. Oh, yeah, he does, look, he does look shredded here. Yeah, yeah. A, a little, little tremor. More, a little more tremor. So this is him at light heavyweight, and then you'll see him later on. Middleweight, he looks shredded. He looks like he belongs at middleweight. And he's good. He's good. But mm. unfortunately, he's not good enough. But he's not. You know why he's not good enough? Mm. Because he telegraphs everything he does. Mm. Let you don't tell him the secrets, Mike. Yeah, 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 don't tell him the secrets, man. So this is him at middleweight. You can see he's got the afro. He's a little yeah. bit more lean, shredded. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, you can definitely see You'd it. You'd be surprised. Though. A lot of That's people, Mike. He's even better. He got, he's better at this weight. Yeah, he is. He's faster. He's yeah, faster yeah, at this weight. He's not telegraphing as much. That's no. crazy. He dropped that much weight, though. Shit. Well, a lot of people, you'd be surprised, especially at the highest level. That's because he wants to fight you bad, huh? He no, I bad. told him. So he fought on my undercard mm -hmm. my last fight two weeks ago. And I said to him, I was like, bro, take this. Because he's he's, he fought a guy, Brunson, who I already beat at MSG. And I said to him at the weigh-ins, I was like, man, just take care of this guy so I can get some fresh meat. Because I've already like beat Brunson. I've beat Vittori. I've beat um, Robert. All these guys, so I don't. Mm -hmm. want, I don't want to lap the. I'm, I'm lapping the division yeah, again, facts, but yeah. I want some fresh, some fresh blood. Yeah. Some people I haven't fought yet. This is him fighting Silver, you know, legend. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He took wow. him out with a leg kick, if I recall. Silver's I remember man. this guy was invincible at one time. Yeah, man. Now Silver was the one. Wasn't Still, he? Yeah, he was invincible at one yeah. time. Yeah. I think it's just he was ahead of everybody else, and I fought him, and yeah, I, that was a fun fight. That was some movie type shit. And he's still good, man. That's the thing. On, on any given day, he can still fuck people up. But yeah. it's just father time catches up with you. Oh, man. with For the sure. best. Oh, that's inevitable. Yeah, private time is inevitable. Yeah, but while you have, I mean, while you have it, while you have your youth, I feel like you know, maximize. You got it, bro. Yeah, maximize got it. Got nah, I love it. He's hungry, this guy. He's he is. Watch he is. Him. And you're watching. This is against the Hermanson, who's another paradigm guy. But yeah, he took care of him pretty good. And that was just before me and Robert fought. That's us on the on, on the cage of Did he ever fight Robert? Oh, he man. fought. He fought Robert. Robert beat him. He beat I him. That man right Dhabi. now, yeah. But um, yeah, his last fight he knocked out Brunson, and I, I'm a man of my word. I was like, you beat him, and you got the next shot. So yeah, we'll try and take care of him. Um, uh, where's Tim? Maybe midway next year or this year. Yeah, yeah midway relax this year. with him because he's coming oh. at you with everything. Of course, yeah, and I know. know this is his chance. Like when you're on top. When you're on top, everyone wants to mm, talk. Yeah. Everyone sees it. So I know oh, whenever yeah. I fight anyone, it's like, for me, I don't see myself as the champ. I don't, I don't even know where my belt is right now. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's with Eugene somewhere mm -hmm. in some box gathering up dust. But I never, there's a clip of you with that guy going, this is garbage. This is garbage. Like that. I don't feel like that yet. But I never feel like I'm, a, you know, like some guys like Kobe. It was a time when he had the belt. He'd walk around everywhere with it. Yeah, He'd I would do the same everywhere. thing. I've done it before. I go to dinner. Wrong. I'm going at dinner. I'm going with my hand on the street. <laughs> yeah. My friends chilling. Don't out. get me wrong. I've at done that. At a bar that. with my belt on. Yeah, 
All my license, I was 11 years old, that's what I dreamed about. Yeah. yeah. Think I killed somebody, think somebody walking around with it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta flex on them. Like, I love that kind of stuff. So I've done that, but then there's a point where I realized that. I had an epiphany, like, mm-hmm. I don't wanna get attached to this. I don't want Facts. this to be my identity. Like, mm-hmm. This is all I am. So I was just like, that's mm-hmm. I walk around with, like, when well, I get no, back home to you're New Zealand. Ooh, this way it gets tricky. You're yeah. not attached to it, it's no. attached to you. It is without even being on me. Yeah. That's because the target on my back. Yeah, yeah, they all want it. They all want what that thing represents. Mm-hmm. I like the way you put that, what it represents. So for me, even when I go back home to New Zealand, I'll have to do some media stuff. I'll have to hold it, be around with it. It'll be in my house for a little bit. But then when camp starts, then I give it back to Eugene. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, right, I don't want this anymore. So then I just, I don't look at it. I don't touch it. Nothing. So that way I just get to focus. And I feel like I'm just fighting, bro. All I want to do is just fight and take mm-hmm. away all the top guys in my division mm-hmm. right now. So when it's all said and done, they can be like, look, he never shied away from anyone. Yeah. And you can never say, I, anyone, you can ask, I never turned down any fight. Any fighter, anyone that's that wanted it, they, they can get it. You love yeah. this shit, huh? I, don't, I know I'm the shit, but I know I ain't shit. That's like the- that's, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you duality. mean. That's the duality. You have to kind of humble yeah. yourself. It's like, uh-huh. I know I'm the shit. I'll never shy away from that, but I know I ain't shit. Cause yeah. I mean, I get humbled in the gym every other day. Yeah, you know, I've got I've got killers in my gym. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I know where I'm at and I know what I need to work on. So, yeah, it's just that balance. Facts. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, when I was the fight, I was champ. Yeah. Um, I want to pick your brain. If you, if you, you didn't kick, if you, if you didn't kick my ass, mm-hmm. I paid you to kick my ass. If you didn't kick my ass, you were fired. You're fired. And in my gym, you can't to kick my ass if you're not getting my, my ass not getting kicked. You're fired. Damn. Wow, that's, the that's what you're here for. Yeah, that's, that's fire. You're here to kick my that. ass. I'm not getting my ass kicked. You're not getting because you're not gonna learn. You're not yeah. gonna if you're gonna be if you're the best. Do your in the gym. best. Yeah. Try to knock me out. Do yeah. your best. Yeah. Facts. Curious though, was that with training as well, like weight strength training, speed training, like no, that as well? Sparring. Just sparring. Yeah. Just sparring. Hurt me, knock me out. Yeah. What was the, what, how much the you put back. on there? Like you say, if uh, you drop me, how much do you give him? Listen, I never put on it. I used to them to do their best. These guys, no one paid foreign partners like I did. Or back then, or like yeah. you did. Oh, I no see. one paid them. Damn. They're like, what, I'm like 2,000 around, stuff Damn. like that. Damn, that's a, that's, that's a, you don't even need a job after that. So what do you do? I, I spar Mike Tyson for a living. <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> 2,000 around? Wait, when are you fighting next? What's what's the plans? You got anything on the on the line or? People keep asking me. Why, no, I want to know. I'm like, everyone, everyone wants to know. I don't know. I just feel good. I'm you starting, enjoy I'm life. I'm starting to do um, obstacle course now. No way. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, for what? Just for fun? It's to prepare. Oh, real? Oh, I see, I it's see. They prepare. They keep on putting those big prices up. I'm like, it might be worth it. Hey, man, yesterday's price is not, not today's, today's price. price. Amen. Amen. Man, I was saying, I said like you shocked the world when that video with you and um the guy from Kings MMA, uh Rafael, oh, Rafael came yeah. out. I, like everyone was just Listen, that broke the internet. Me, I remember. Me and just, Rafael work out right. That's why I gotta prepare before I go in there because he's I'll be on the ground eighth round, he's fucking I'm on the ground. Yeah. I'm, no, he's hitting the mitts and that is uh, and I just on the fucking ground. Fuck, I'm just saying. I never said, what the fuck am I doing? But I said, fuck, I got two more rounds. Damn. <laughs> two more rounds, and I'm on the floor. Yeah, like, but it looked good. Like, yeah. that was just something that wasn't, ex- like, no one yeah. expected that. Even for me, bro. So, to watch you and Roy fight live, that was legendary for me. Because I was there commentating, and there was, there was bits and pieces in there where I was just like, this is happening. Holy shit, I'm watching Roy Jones fight. I'm watching Mike Tyson fight. This is not supposed to happen. Yeah. And... 
like I'm not from that era. I'm not from you guys' era, but I know for a fact I was living millions of people's bucket list item right there. Yeah, just was... taking that off. And you look good. He looked good as well. Yeah, well I swear, like, I was just like, this is unreal. And afterwards, I went and smoked up with Snoop in the, in the <laughs> that was table a, center. Yeah. And then after that, then they take me back to the hotel. I remember being in the, in the bus back just like, High as fuck, just like the fuck is like. There's so many, so many things that happened. So I many get all the big smoke. Whoever think they got smoke me, I bring a pound of weed. Oh no, I'm good. Tell that to Snoop. Yeah, before so I, I think so, I put a pound in to see what kind of damage we could do. To that. That's so funny that you said that because I was. It was actually a day before the game. Yeah, and we were watching it, and you the would. whole team it was like right before bed because you know yeah. we had like a curfew before. Bed, we all stay in this team hotel. Yeah. And legit, the whole team was like down, downstairs in the kitchen watching area. The fight. Watching the fight. Like yeah. the whole team, legit, the whole team. That's Coaches crazy. and all. I love the production as well, as well, because you had like YG, Wiz Khalifa, yeah. Snoop perform. But then when you guys came on and put on the show, it was just like, yeah. this. Legendary. This it's legendary, legendary, for real. Because yeah. like I said, fighting's entertaining. This is the yeah. boxing came in late on. Mm. The reason why um, MMA is so. Um, fast rising because when you go there, unlike fighting, when you go there and no one's fighting, it's a party. Yeah, so it's a show. So somebody gets back in the ring, oh, everybody's out there standing up. No, it's a party, really, yeah, right? Facts. So the next fight comes, then mm. he plays his music, the other guy plays his music, the announcer guy, but till then, it's Everyone's a party. vibing, yeah, mm. definitely. Even I think, like, one thing, because I, I don't watch sports. And that's so what like, boxing needs to be. It needs to be a party. When there's nobody in the ring fighting, it's partying. Even in basketball, whenever I, I go watch a game, mm -hmm. I see, like, the DJ clowning the other team, the away team. Mm -hmm. I never noticed that when you're watching on TV. You don't hear that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But then, like, when... Nothing's happening. There's the cheerleaders. There's the dancers. Mm -hmm. It's a party. It's Always entertainment. It's Always entertainment. So that's what keeps people going. Facts, facts, facts. Provocative. So I just, when I was fighting, <laughs> yeah, when I was fighting, going. I knew it was entertainment. Yeah. But now Hopkins knew that if he wore the mask and the thing, I was the baddest man on the planet, really mm -hmm. attack everybody. Mm -hmm. And it was all entertainment. It brought it brought everybody to the fight. It brought more. Everybody filled the seats. Yeah, yeah that's and, it. And then sure. the nah, but your your time, man. I don't know what you were. You were giving people problems in the sense that they just know, okay, what round is it gonna end it in? Like, what time? Like, because you know, someone pays for how much, I don't know how much pay per view was back then, but like, he's gonna kill him in the first round. He's gonna kill him in the second round. That kind of stuff. Yeah, that stuff of legends. That stuff. I wanna, you know what's so interesting? Mm. I know your guys are champions too. When you mm. fight, you at such a level, psychological, mm. intellectually, mm -hmm. and just every, anything that, um, can be grasped by the human development, that night of the fight is dear. Like sometimes I'm in the ring, mm -hmm. the fight's going on. I can see my friend getting a letter, getting a number from a girl. Really? While you're yeah. in the ring? Yeah, I can Damn. see that. I can see him talking to a girl in red. I see different things. I, see I know people, what you mean. Yeah, I can yeah. see him. I can hear them. Now, one thing I definitely am grateful for is selective hearing, no matter where. So I fought Robert the first time in uh, the biggest sold out arena in UFC history. And no matter how loud the place is, I can always pick out three voices, Twister, Andre, and Eugene, my coach. Mm -hmm. I can always pick their voice out. Mm -hmm. But as I walk out, I see everything as well. Because you're very, even Eugene says the same thing. He's heightened. Yeah, you just you see like, you get ready to fight. Yeah. Everything. Your senses are dialed up. Ooh. Yeah, you know, you're on. And, and Game and day. Friends will go like this. I say, yo, man, who was up with that girl in the race? And Mike, fuck, you did not see me talk to this girl. No, stop that bullshit, Mike. You in the fight, you saw me talking to her. Yeah, so you she got any friends? <laughs> yeah, man. 
even thought that shit. You saw me thought. He couldn't believe it. But that's when I'm at my most relaxed. Mm. Yeah. My then I can see and hear everything. Mm. I love that feeling. That's that's I call that God mode. I know yeah. they've done like studies about that where it's there's um it is it is five God. different chemicals in your brain activated when you're in the zone. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're in the zone, you just know. I didn't know God about the chemical, but I know that feeling. Yeah, I know the feeling. Same, I know the feeling. You just know, and it's active. You can train that. Yes, everything's inferior to you. Yeah. Ooh, you see and hear everything. Yeah. You just know what they're gonna do next. Like you hear people you feel yeah. like me. Like yeah, you feel like we like with me is different. Like mm. it's like when I put my hand down, I see yeah. the guy lined up in front of me. Like so, wait, what position do you play? You're so, so I play defensive line. So right I'm the, yeah, line. so I'm the front bad, line. So bad. I play nose tackle. So like. It's kind of the same thing, like getting that zone, but like then you start like just picking up on things like where the like how the linemen's like putting down their feet the or like or how heavy they are on their wow. like if they're leaning. True. Like so that's like, oh shit, like they're gonna you double try, team. You me. ever try sumo wrestling? <laughs> no, no, even like the training for it, because I've seen, you know, I, like I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert, mm -hmm. but the positions you guys get in, it reminds me of two big oh, grizzlies. Yeah fighting or two gorillas when they fight if you ever see gorillas fight it's almost like sumo wrestling yeah. so those kind of positions you're blocking and you know pushing each other wrestling mm -hmm. i don't know maybe something you can explore find you know you might learn something it's like cross training what you would never know about the sumo wrestlers is that they're so fragile and i mean flexible and they can split do all yeah, kinds oh, of no shit. way yeah they're athletes yeah, that's real crazy, flexible, man. real flexible. Yeah, but try that. I mean, you know, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna yeah. have to look at I that. Do, I do certain things. Like, okay, one of the new things I've been doing since June last year is breathwork training, mm -hmm. and I'm telling you, man. Even even the Rock tweeted about it. I was quite surprised about my last fight. He said, "Look at him in the fifth round, just nasal breathing and standing up. Everyone else from the second round, Robert was sitting down and <sighs> breathing, but like I'm standing up and just." <sighs> And just bringing it down, just calming myself down. But it's because of the breath work, the pool work. It, we normally do it in the pool as well with the weight vest. Mm -hmm. And he's got all these different protocols. But that correlates so well to fighting. Yeah. Because it's about breathing. Yeah. And I feel like every athlete could get into that. And and I know everyone's going to start to copy it because they see the benefits of what it's doing for me and my team. Yeah. But I'm telling you. I'm a copy. Everybody go through breathing methods. Because if I go to the bathroom, I'm taking a shit. I go yeah. through my breathing method. Yeah. No, you have to. <laughs> no, I'm hey, serious, It's like you're in labor. It's like you're in labor, listen, man. You it depends how big it is. Yeah, man. It's like, how you dilate right now okay let's see the contractions are mm. I get around I get around <laughs> all right so let's talk about this tweet this tweet yes by Hazmat oh Hamzat Hamzat Kumquat damn I think Kobe called him Kumshot I never said it Kobe did. Kobe did not me I would never say such a thing why would I I'm such a nice guy so he tweeted at yeah. you and said at Stylebender easy Monday for me zero wrestling one round I'm gonna kill him yeah I remember someone said that to me at the post fight press conference and mm -hmm. I was like okay like end yeah see so like i feel like when the dog barks at the moon that's normal but when the moon barks at the dog that's something special so i was like all right this guy fights at welterweight yeah he's fought at middleweight one time and okay. he's fought like a low rank guy yeah and definitely can beat some middleweights but i'm like show me something show me something like he's not he's never his last fight was impressive and i said i might not like you but if i'm impressed by what you do i'll give you props yeah he's a beast but he's a beast at 170. Yeah. Yeah. show me something right. that, yeah when I was champion, and these guys, 
They weren't raining, they weren't raiding, but they raiding hell and knocking out guys and saying, I want to fight you. I said, Barking. I said, listen, um, me and you won't make no money now, but if you really think you're that tough, why don't you just come to my sparring and become my sparring partner? Mm. I had the toughest, I had, I had all my sparring partners were um, contenders. Yeah, it's all about getting, it's about all out there. Mm. Try to knock me out. Yeah. That's what it is. We all try to knock each other out. Yeah. And it, must, it must be so hard for you, too, I'm thinking, because Mike's a different time with Twitter. Yeah. Like guys, oh, yeah. Like, guys just like... Imagine that, their time that's if they had Twitter. If you guys had Twitter properly while you were fighting and you were active, you would have been the menace on Twitter. Yeah. You would have got banned off Twitter like six times. <laughs> oh, definitely. definitely got oh, I forgot Guaranteed. about that. Uh, think about that, Mike. If you okay. had Twitter, because like... Even Ali, if Ali had Twitter, imagine the shit he would be saying. Because he was just live right there. Because back then, I was face. dealing with my mental problems. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm scared. Uh, I would have been here for it. I'll tell you that much. I'd have been there my phone. Like, yo, <laughs> what does Mike say? Fuck. Mike's crazy. Holy shit, you said that shit? Wow, amazing. Fuck everybody. Yeah. No one loves me. Oh, man. Nah, but yeah, I like what you said. The same thing, because he's a guy like um, another guy, Sean Strickland. They mm -hmm. talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And right now, I'm lapping the division. Yeah. I need some fresh blood. He's fresh blood, bro. I'm like, show me something. Listen. Yeah, show me something. I want to. I love what he's doing at 170, bro. This is what you show need. You don't need fresh blood. Mm. You need you need the guy who the people think can beat you. Mm. Exactly. Mm. People do. Costa. Remember Costa? You know Paula Costa? Mm -hmm. There's a guy fought in uh, Fight Island. Same thing. Same kind of rhetoric. Everyone before the fight was like... So the fight before that, I fought Romero, right? And I said this. When you fight someone... You and that guy know. Even when you play against someone, you and that guy know what happens, even though they try and act. So Romero's an actor. He was all theatrics and trying to act like he wanted to fight, but he just became a statue. Mm -hmm. And then he fought someone after that in Bellator, and everyone was like, he did the same thing. He just stood there. And I'm like, yeah, because he knew if he made the move, I'd fuck him up. Mm -hmm. And I was ready. I was ready. So he just stood there, and it was a good game plan. I'll give, it, I'll give that to him because that let him land the biggest shot of the fight, which was one shot that should have put me out Put most people out, but it didn't. I ate it, and I was like, cool. Keep your distance. Don't make that mistake again. And I played the long game. And I was waiting for him to do something, but he was just staying there. And then after that fight, I remember the rhetoric, all these motherfuckers on Twitter, all these reporters, like, oh, he's boring, he's this and that. I'm like, bitch, I've given you classic after classic after classic after classic, and then this motherfucker doesn't want to fight me, and then now you want to talk this shit? Yeah. And then the next guy, Paula started talking, blah, 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 blah. He's a shameful champion. I'm going to kill him, this and that. Similar to what this boy's talking about. Yeah. And I was like, bet, watch this. And I showed them. I showed them bad. I don't know if you've seen the fight. Play the fight for Mike, just to remind yeah, yeah, him. Play I, the Paula Costa <laughs> fight. And the end. I need him to see the end as well. I played prison rules in that fight. That boy wanted static. He got oh, static. Boy, trust me, he got the static and a bag of chips. <laughs> and a bag of got chips. Got the chips with the, dip, with the dip, you heard? With the dip. Trust me, he got the dip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got the dipstick, yeah. big time. <laughs> but that's how it is, though. So that fight, everyone then... It's, it's it, we're in the the era of what have you done for me lately? Yeah. So people just like I said, I gave you classic after classic after classic mm -hmm. after classic, and then this fight, this guy didn't want to fight me, and then you're blaming it on me like I did something bad. Go back a bit. Yeah. Pause. Pause. Go back a bit. So now tell us this, like in your mind, what's going yeah. on? I want to hear this. I, I, so one thing I liked about pause before you start playing. One thing I liked about it being in the apex. This is during COVID time, mm -hmm. right? And it was um, quiet. Yeah. So it was quiet. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you can hear all the strikes. Like here when I dropped them, I remember here in the corner yelling. There's one guy in this corner, mm -hmm. and I remember him yelling, ah, 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 because he was undefeated. Uh -huh. And and they they were just losing their shit. And here I had to let him know I'm the big dog in the yard now. Mm -hmm. So I fucked him up bad. 
Oh, look at that. Prison rules. Told him, get out my yard. Bro, <laughs> in my blood clot yard. No, straight, because I, I mean, what does a dog do when, when you want to show dominance? You pounce on them and you let them know. And I remember, like I said, I just like the fact that there was silence and I was just like, I'm gonna, oh man. And that last elbow, you go back a little bit, that last elbow, you see I paused. I paused because I was like, this is for all that shit you were talking. Hey, that's your heart. Break that's your heart. I was having fun. But you look at that last elbow, I kind of paused before I threw it. What were you thinking though? What were you thinking when you, you, when you threw that last elbow? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I was just like, for hey. everything. Wait, wait for it. Here. Hey. Bitch. I was just like, I paused for a split second because I was just like, this is for all that shit. Oh, yeah, you want... Like a little power up, like a little power yeah, up. Yeah, you, you on that bitch back. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Because everyone was talking all this shit after that last fight saying like, oh, Israel's so boring. All he does is run away. He's never had a... I'm like, bitch, you... Like I said classic after classic after classic after classic. And if this is how you guys want to talk because you have fucking goldfish memories. Yeah. So I was like, and I remember saying, y'all must have forgot. So I had to remind them, and there's coach over there, Eric. I told him I call him over him. You know why? I went over to their corner, right? And I said, hey, I, I appreciate what you've done with Henry Cejudo. You really brought him up. And then he goes, oh, we're coming for Volkanovski next. And I'm like, bitch, I'm coming all over you. Because I try to give him props yeah. about what he's done for, for, for Henry. You know, Henry. I try to say, like, you brought him up nice. And then he was still trying to get that static against my guy, Alex. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. I'll show you how it is. Yeah. I don't worry. I, I, play, I, play, I play rough when it's time, man. I like the energy. Yeah, I mean, I keep that same energy. Like I, I like said, it. when people try to fight me and fuck with me, I let them know this is the, the shadow self. You know what? Those guys that you beat and stuff that get mm. you angry, that get you in that mood, mm -hmm. mm. they can't sell Coca-Cola. They can't sell Coca-Cola. You're a nice guy. You're a smart, mm. intelligent guy. If you don't act too crazy, get too emotional, you mm. can sell shit. You yeah, can be a nah. spokesman. I, I am. Yeah, I guess. I guess some deals. My guy right there, Tim. He he hooks me up with some nice, some nice things. Example: I'm the first um, MMA fighter to be signed by Puma. Puma. Yeah. You know what I mean? And one thing I love, I never expected that. I thought maybe like one day, because I think Jones had Nike till he became one of them guys and all that stuff, and then had it taken away from him. But me, I like the fact that Puma fuck with me. They fuck with the way I express myself. They see like this guy is not afraid to say what he wants to mm -hmm. say. He's a cool dude. He expresses himself authentically. Mm -hmm. We fuck with him. And they've never had a problem with anything I've said, anything yeah. I've tweeted. They've just been cool and they respect because they know I'm not going to embarrass them. And they know, like, they know me. I've met the team now. I went to Puma in Boston mm -hmm. about a week and a half ago and I touched base with them. And I was surprised that we didn't, they were asking me opinions on some of the pieces that's coming out this year, yeah. next year. And I'm just like, man, I fuck with these dudes. So, yeah, yeah I, I can sell some stuff, but at the same time, I don't ever want to sell myself. I never want to sell myself because mm -hmm. of a a paycheck like That's real. I've had we've had issues in the past with other brands and other people trying to say or oh, you can't say that I'm like well fuck you I'll find someone who can who appreciates me because I can just speak I, my yeah, truth I agree. yeah I just sell me yeah exactly you've you experienced is, I used to be in that yeah, experience that Mike sure you had that as well I mean like I found that my brand is bigger than all the brands I was trying to be a part of yeah trust <laughs> bro yeah, you know like I trust was, you're I mean, Mike Tyson I mean, what yeah. the hell was I doing yeah. Mike I was groupie yeah. I was trying to be doing the groupie stuff yeah. Fanboy stuff and this is my stuff. Oh, that's it. dope though. Shout out to Puma for just letting <laughs> yeah. you be you, bro. Exactly. Like they, they've got Nipsey on the on the on their uh, Karasta. They've got uh, J Cole. You know they've got uh, Neymar. You know big names. Uh, what's his name? Lamelo. Yeah. I'm like these are guys that are creative and you see they're not they're not cookie cutter. Like, they're I've not. never they're been not. one of these guys who. There's certain guys, especially in New Zealand, when when when, when the when the rugby teams win, mm -hmm. I can tell you their, their their speech right afterwards. What is it? Give me an example. 
you know, how was the game today? Oh, we did very good. Just want to uh, thank the big man upstairs for giving us the strength. We, we played really good, and um, the other team brought it. And yeah, you know, thanks to our coaches, thanks to my mom. And I'm like, bro, yeah. you just won. Like, if you just won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm a lit. Motherfucker, I'm a... we just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I'm Express lit. yourself. It's, it's I'm up, like, up, say up, what up, you really up, want to say. Listen, this yeah. is interesting that I'm that guy too, right? I'm that mm. guy too. Yeah. But then uh, this guy. This moment right here is gonna set me and my great grandkids up for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because this is what I have to be. I can't be that guy right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Facts. No, I understand. Yeah, you, you, have, you have to make that choice one day. That's yeah. why I said about balance. Like, I know that I'm the shit. That great yeah. last emotion. Yeah. And that's all you have. Facts. Yeah. Like I said, I wanna express myself. Even you see, after that fight, I, I fucked up Costa, double tap him, and I'm, I'm cracking like windmills on the ground. That's me expressing myself. And some people might not like it. But I'm like, you're gonna watch it anyway. I wasn't hurting anyone. I was literally just dancing because yeah. I just knocked out a guy that was talking mad shit about me for the last fucking, I don't know, oh, no, year. No, no, that's just, no, because I was mm -hmm. that guy too. Yeah. No, but I, you I, were I, that guy. You know, I wanted to be the king of the savages. Yeah. But I, a price comes with that. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's why I say, I was saying like early on, I can't live in that mode for too mm -hmm. long. Because yeah. if I do, then I start, I find myself like, look. Being in it all the time. Bro, it's hard. Like, okay, so. When I'm in camp, I don't know if you're like this. I don't even know if you're like this as well because it's all battle. It's all competition. Mm -hmm. When it's three weeks before the fight, I find myself starting to de detach and maybe disassociate from my loved ones. Not crazy, mm -hmm. but because I, I kind of have to go within. Yeah. I know I'm going to war. My mm -hmm. body knows what's coming. My mind and soul knows what's coming. So I find myself... My mom calls me. I don't pick it up all the time or I'll, be, I'll call you back. But they don't take it personal. I still talk to them, but just not as often as I would. Yeah. And then... After the fight, it takes about two weeks, maybe a week now for them to get me back to just my old yeah. happy-go-lucky self. That's so funny you say that shit. I, can, I know exactly what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. No, listen, uh, that's crazy. That's how I come out. I used to get in a lot of trouble. Yeah? Imagine you got to take... I get all this pumps and boom, 30 seconds over. I like, still got that in Where we at? Where we at? Bro, God, that is now. so crazy. Go backstage yeah. and bust a nut real quick. It might still be there, maybe. No, this guy is long. It's more than a nut, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> <spirit. Yeah. laughs> that boy going for hours. No, listen, <laughs> listen. Once yeah. you're in that mood, pussy mm. means nothing to you. Nah. You're, yeah. you're falling yeah. in love with yourself when you're yeah. getting that boom, that yep. zone. It's so true. The way I look at it with us, it's a little different. So we play Sundays. Yeah. So like with me, it's like. So Tuesdays are our off day. Yeah. So it that shit doesn't wear off till like Monday. Mm. Monday, like it starts wearing off a little bit Monday after the game. But then yeah. you watch the film and like you start recalling the plays. Yeah. And you're like, that shit is, all the good shit you did. You're like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I did this, yeah. I did that. And then Tuesday is kind of when I'm able to like get that, calm down yeah, calm bit. down and yeah. like, and then it just ramps back. You up. ever had that before? Because I've had this. Um, my uh, I've talked about this on other interviews. My first UFC fight, UFC two two one, Perth, Australia. I go in there, fuck shit up, make another bonus, gang a load of money. At the after party, I'm getting pulled left, right, and center. After the fight, I'm pulled left, right, and center for interviews, interviews. Because I it was I wasn't the main event, but I stole the show. Mm -hmm. Guarantee, I stole the show. And then a few days later, after that, I finally end up back in my house mm -hmm. in New Zealand, and I remember getting depressed for like two weeks. I don't know if you've ever had that because I, I, I equate it to like coffee. Mm -hmm. When you drink coffee, coffee's a stimulant. Mm -hmm. It gets you all the way up and then you crash. Mm -hmm. So for me, I felt like I, this is when I started to go to therapy properly and kind of like trying to figure myself out and mm -hmm. kind of, I guess, biohack myself. Yeah. So I was like, 
all that stimulus was just like bah, 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 yeah. bah, you know, everything. And then like when I high. finally, yeah, like I, a high. I, I was high, high. Yeah. off all that stuff. So when I got back home and I realized, and I was like, why am I sad? There's no fucking reason to be sad. I just made six figures mm -hmm. in my first UFC fight. Mm -hmm. I'm here, I'm fucking, I'm the man. I'm like, then why am I fucking depressed? Yeah. So that's when I started to kind of see someone. And I was wondering, like, have you ever had something like that where you felt like it was up and then you you get away from it and then you had to like figure out like, yeah. I, that's, that's, I felt that's where some people get into a trap. Yeah. They don't realize like, What's wrong with them, or what, not wrong? What, what's happening? So they figure like, oh, I'm gonna go, go out and try and fill that up with like going out and partying mm -hmm, with the party, wrong people, yeah, yeah. doing drugs and alcohol and that kind of stuff. Yeah. See, yeah. that's not in your mind. That's in your soul. True. That's in our soul. We do, from a little kid, we want to become famous and famous. But we don't know why, but it's to fill that dark little hole that we have. Mm. And we don't know how. The more famous we get, the more powerful we get. The deeper the hole gets. Yeah. Mm. You never. <laughs> they try the and fill that hole, hole with gets. the wrong things. Yeah, yeah. So that's what. Yeah, I, I, I've learned that. Like, so mm -hmm. there was, that's why I said, like, I was like, okay. I need to go see someone about this, and that's what my journey with therapy started so I can like, okay, let me figure out what this was. And then I got some tools from that mm -hmm. that helped me by my fourth UFC fight. This was in New York, Madison Square Garden. I got back home and I felt like I was able to just kind of roll into my life swiftly and not yeah. be like, you know, off that adrenaline and all For that sure, stuff yeah. and then come back home and I'm down. I just knew what to do. So I had the tools and the knowledge of, okay, this is how I need to get back into life. And that made me kind of just go back into my life easy. But it took a while. It took a while, and I don't really struggle with that anymore, but... Yeah. Yeah, you ever had that before? No, I know what you're talking about, because yeah. it is a high, like, you know, like, if you have, like, a great game. Like, I remember, it's funny, it's kind of like when you have a great game, mm. and then, you know, you're just so high on it, like, you're celebrating, you know, you... Let's say, like, you had, like, 10 tackles a sack. I remember, like, one game, I had, like, 10 tackles... I had, like, 10 tackles a sack. Yeah. Uh, like, four QB hits. That's yeah. a good game. And I'm yeah. a nose, so that's really good for, like, yeah. a nose tackle. And it was kind of the same thing. Like, I'm high off it, high off of it. And it kind of does, like... That Tuesday, then when that Tuesday hit your off day, you're kind of yeah. like, oh shit, yeah. like, yeah. damn. But you have to be yeah. okay with that. You have to be yeah, okay with okay it. You got to be able to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think as competitors, what happens is mm. we want to be great at whatever we're doing so Facts. much Facts. that, like, when we're not doing something to, like, when we, like, when we do have that, like, just that time to, yeah, just with yourself, yeah. You're like, fuck. Like, what a, like, you know what I mean? Like, this, like, like, don't give me too much. This is back in the day. I'm a lot better now. I'm more mature now, but maybe two years ago, I'd say, don't give me too much time off because I'll find something to get into. Because I just like, I, I'm an adrenaline junkie. No, listen, this yeah. is what I know. If that's what you believe, then that would happen. That's what exactly. Happen. If you go believe you don't have no time, you're going to get in trouble, you're going to get in trouble. That was two years ago, though. That was two <laughs> years where I was just, no, nah, that was back then. I was like, don't give me too much time off. Yeah. Now I can have all the time off. I know what to do. Yeah. I know where to be. I stay in the gym. I stay with my people. And then that yeah. way it keeps me grounded. I wish you could say, none of the yeah. stuff out here is going to worth what I can do for my family, my children mm. in 10 years. Facts. Yeah. Facts. You what are you building? The stuff you're building. Everything I do right now, I'm sure same. Do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. Do you? Not that I know of. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, but like everything I do right now is for my future family. That's going to be interesting too when you have kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're going to show you what you made out of because you're going to see the part of your life where you hide comes out in them. Facts. Facts. Now, that's one thing I've learned is um, childhood traumas. Like, I didn't realize this until probably be about a year and a half ago. Everyone on this planet, you, you, everyone in this room has childhood traumas that they haven't addressed. And somehow we try and fill that up with other things until they come to the surface. Love brings that to the surface yeah. normally, sometimes psychedelics, sometimes another trauma will bring that to the surface. And you're like, shit, I've been dealing with this for the last 30 years and I didn't even realize I was holding this. 
because of some shit that happened when I was five years old. Yeah. And you don't realize that because you just bury it. You just deep down in your subconscious is just dug deep. But there's ways, like I said, I love psychedelics and sometimes other trauma brings that to the surface. And mm -hmm. before you know it, you're forced to deal with it. I've had some, I've had my fair share of having to deal with my childhood traumas in the last two years. And I'm glad that I did because if I didn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't yeah. be as, I guess, maybe insightful as I am right now. Mm -hmm. I'm still working on it. No one's fucking, I'm never perfect. Yeah, no one's perfect. Yeah, no one's well, perfect. it's always a, a learning procedure. It's always, I feel like it's like a, like a threshold. There's good and there's bad and there's the balance in there. You're always yeah. trying to lean towards the good or find balance. But then sometimes life will just do something that will knock you towards that other side where you just... Do you do mushrooms? I have. I like doing... The last time I did mushrooms actually was before the Costa fight. Mm -hmm. So this is... Before weird. the fight? No, 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 no. no. This is like maybe three weeks before the fight. Oh. Three weeks before the fight. I'll tell you the story. Right. So that we're, we're quarantined, right? We're quarantined in the gym because we're in lockdown. Mm -hmm. So me and my team, we locked down in the gym and we're living in the gym for that whole camp. Yeah. And one day... It was a Sunday, so we did our spider session. This is the hardest workout of the week. That's mm -hmm. like, it simulates the fight. And after that, me decided, let's go for a bike ride. And then we just did some mushrooms. And it was one of the best fucking days ever. I still, I played, that's why I came out to one of my fights, uh, Summertime Manless, Cooling the Gang. Because on the, on the bike ride, I just had that on my headphones on repeat. And then we stopped at a park. I remember when one part we just started sparking up, smoking some weed, and these bikers rolled by, and we just looked at ourselves and looked at them and started laughing because, oh, look at these tough guys. And then we went to Mount Eden. This is a spot in Auckland. And on the way up, I, I, I so on the way up, I remember thinking like, fuck, I don't want to go up because my oh my scooter ran out of battery, so I had to Uber to the Mount Eden. I told the boys I'd meet them there, and then I put my scooter in the bush, and I remember thinking like. It was just going to be a few people, but I forgot. It's lockdown. Everybody and the mom and their dog's going to be there. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to go up. I'm going to be fucked with. And I was like, nah, fuck this. I'm not going to let people just take away the joys of life of just walking up a mountain. So I was like, nah, I'm just going to put my hoodie up and walk up. And I remember just putting my hoodie up mm -hmm. and walking up. And no one could see me. No one could talk to me. And then I remember getting to the top. And this is just when the sun was setting. And then I remember looking up and just, woof. And I took my hoodie off like, what the fuck? And I could see the sunset. And I was just like... Holy shit. And this is the peak, the peak of the trip. And I was just like, whoa. And looking at it, and I remember it was just like the landscape was engulfing the sun. And there was this pink, orange, purpley hue just like squirting out of the like the landscape. And it was just like that was the clouds. It was like it was like a live painting in front of me, like God was painting in front of me live. And as I was watching it, there was bits and pieces. I wasn't the only one because there was a bit where something exploded in the sky. And I heard whoa. I looked over and I was like, they know. <laughs> like, we're seeing the same shit. And this black English <laughs> Staffordshire Terrier pulled up next to me and the owners looked at me and I was like, it's because we're black. And then he just sat right next to me. I just sat there and looked at the sunset and just pat him. And I just pat him. And then we were just chilling for a little bit. And after that, when the sunset finally just got engulfed by the sky, then that was it. We bounced. God damn, that, that sounds was, beautiful. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the most cinematic yeah, shit I've ever heard in my so life. That, that was my last trip, and that was <laughs> oh, the, that like, was yeah, beautiful, bro. Honestly, what the like, fuck? So that was my last mushroom trip. It's been a while. I like to keep times in between because, like I said, there's certain lessons I learned from them and certain feelings. Yeah. Like I said that track. Whenever I play that track now, cooling the gang, mm -hmm. summertime madness, mm -hmm. it just it reactivates the feeling. Yeah. Like or just that sense of like I remember where my brain was at on that trip, and it was fucking yeah.
It was beautiful, man. I love that. That's I'm overdue for another trip. Eventually, it'll happen, but I never, like, I don't force it. It just, whenever, like, it calls me, whenever, I just, you just know. You just know. It calls me every day, all yeah. day. Yeah, hey, man. You're, <laughs> I you're know nothing about that. Mike knows all about that. I don't know nothing about that. My man goes deep. <laughs> yeah. That's fire, though. That's dope. So let's talk about this big push for fighter pay. Yeah. In the UFC, like, do you believe that fighters should be fairly paid? 100%. I've, I've, so after this fight, right? Mm-hmm. I made uh, shout out to my team at Paradigm and also AP Sports Management. Mm-hmm. We secured, you know, one of the biggest deals in, in in UFC history, in MMA history. And I was already speaking about this because, you know, everyone's been talking about it. Shout mm-hmm. out to my boy, my big brother Francis. He he came, he kicked the door down, and just said, Look, this is what's happening. They're paying me this much, and I'm this guy, and how you know. Mm-hmm. He put it all out there. Yeah. Like, Mike, imagine at the height of a career when you were Mike Tyson, still on Mike Tyson, but you were fighting and you are getting paid the equivalent of 600K to fight. That would be atrocious. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Listen, um, that would be my training expenses. It's crazy. Gone. Yeah, that's my training expenses. Gone. Yeah. Even, like, for me, this whole world tour, I've been looking after everyone. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care, but, like, I, you know, I'm sure Tim can tell me how much I've spent on this trip already if you wanted to do the math, but, like... These are things I feel like, no, it's not about me. I, all I'm saying is like, look, the guys who are making their debut, mm-hmm. you know, like one of my teammates, Blood Diamond, made his debut. Some other people who are making their debut, I'm like, they should be able to just get paid and then not have to work at all during their training camps. Because mm-hmm. a lot of fighters do. They work. Imagine having a second That's job. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. So get paid, pay their manager or management, pay their training expenses, and then have enough to live on. Hey, listen. Yeah. I would go out there, give me my training expenses, right? Mm. I would go out, party with all my friends, all my we be partying <laughs> up, hanging out, partying, everything. Mm. And then um, when it comes time to fight, I said, listen, if we don't cancel the fight, I won't, I'm not going to fight. Mm. I, I said, I'm not going to fight. I, said, I cancel the fight, but if you give me um, you know, six months, I'll fight again. But if not, I just, I just won't fight. Why would you want to cancel the fight? So that was late. And I feel like fighting one of the party really? with everybody. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> the party. Yeah. And that's the hey, I forgot. So they, they they canceled the fight and they had to pay me back. Really? Get, oh man, I was a mess and nobody wanted to deal with me. No one could tell you shit. They didn't want to deal with me and right. stuff. People would pay me to do a commercial, they paid me in advance or something. I might not you were like, y'all keep that for myself. I was, I'll I was, see you when, I was, when I was young, I was just a mess. Yeah. No, well, I'm, that's one thing I'm glad about for myself is I'm glad I didn't find fame young. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't find fame at 24. When'd you find it? I felt oh, like I, I kind of got famous maybe 27. Okay. Yeah, 27. So you were more mature, more mature. Yeah. Still a little shit sometimes because, you know, I'm human. Yeah. You know, we're all human. Like, there's one thing I learned this, this training camp, I had an epiphany. There's no good or bad people, people are, cra- are capable of great good or great evil. That's what I've learned. Because everyone likes to feel like this narrative, especially before this last fight, like, I felt like I was the heel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I was supposed to be in that role because Rob is the good guy. He's this. He's the, how could you hate Rob? He's, I'm like, I know I know him. He, you know, he's a piece of shit sometimes. The first time he fought me, he was a little shit. He was cocky. He was throwing a little shade at me, a little smirk. This time, he couldn't say shit because I knocked him out the first time. So he just, like, he was humble. <laughs> he was somber. Even he said, like, yeah, he's got bragging rights. So he just, he approached me differently for this fight. Yeah. And then Jeff, my videographer, he even mentioned, like, the reason I fucked him up the first time was because of the static. Mm-hmm. Because whenever I have static with someone, I go at them different. But this time, he was somber, humble. Yeah. He wouldn't 
poke the bear at all because yeah. you knew what happened. Even when I, okay, so I get in the cage right in the octagon and I do the circles around the octagon and I wasn't going to touch him. Then he puts his hand out, like he submitted to me. And I remember just smacking his hand, like I dapped him up like aggressively. Him in his head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not allowed. <laughs> no, nah, but the, I had to wait. I had to wait. You should have kicked then, him right in his head. No, nah, because I, I don't touch gloves even. I feel like when the fight starts, I, I don't touch gloves because you know why? That's the first point of contact. You establish the range right away. So I don't want to touch gloves. I will establish the range my own way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give him an inch at all. Mm. So the fact that when I was doing my circle around the, around the cage, he goes like that. And I just slapped it like, what the fuck you give me your hand for? Like, mm -hmm. fuck, I'm about to fight you. So he came at me with that energy because he didn't want to poke the bear. And I've said this already a few interviews and people are going to think like, oh, I'm just going to be nice to him before I fight him. Then he's not going to kick my ass. Wrong. I'm going to figure it out. I'm, I've already, I've already, I'm on my way already because... See, I got the chips and the dip, man. I'm, I tell you, like when I've when I've seen the last dance and the way Jordan approached the game, there's times that I felt that way, and I'll just like, I'll, like the first time I fought him, he made this stupid meme. He's never he never talks shit about anyone, anyone ever before he fights them. Then he makes a stupid meme about me, and I was like, why the fuck are you making a meme about me? Like, what the fuck's that supposed to be? And, I, and I, that let me know that showed me his hand early, like you're acting out of character. Mm -hmm. And I held on to that meme. I think you took it personal. I took it personally. Where did Jordan? Where did Jordan? I took Jordan? it personally, like literally. <laughs> so I held on to that. And a few other little shitty things he did along that 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 training camp, mm -hmm. I remember I was just like, I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to remember mm -hmm. that. This time he gave me nothing. He gave me nothing. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to find a way. Don't worry. I, I already know, like, okay, this is something that I need to address. I don't need to have static to beat someone up or fuck them up to the worst degree possible. I can find a way to, to, to get that, that reptilian brain unlocked so I can get at them without needing to hold on to something. There's ways. If I can do a fucked up or if, if, if someone is, um, you know, coming at me differently, then I can do it, you know, whenever I want to, just based on my skills. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll unlock it. So let's talk about your boy, Usman. Usman, my brother. Is he pound yeah. for pound? Yeah. The best fighter? He's the Who's best fighter right fighting now. Is he fighting Covington again? No, no, no. He, like, he already beat Covid Covington oh. twice, so he's kind of watching that fight. He's lapping the division as mm -hmm. well, so he's doing that at 170. I'm doing that at 185. He's lapping the division, and I know this has got the pound for pound rankings, but look, mm -hmm. I'll put him up there. He's probably the best fighter active right now. Yeah, I'll give it to him. And I'm not one of these guys who gets like because one uh. thing people ask me. So before he won the belt, mm -hmm. I hadn't won the belt yet. I was scheduled to fight for the belt, and someone, some reporter asked me like, "Do you hope?" He loses his title shot so what? you can be the first Nigerian. And I was just like, yuck. Ew. Why would I? I've never been one of those guys to like, I hope he loses his chance at the belt so I can be the first he's Nigerian. Ripped, though. He's ripped though. Yeah. Oh, this guy's a beast. No, he's I'm a beast. telling you, bro. Honestly, I'm the runt of my people. Look at him and look at Francis and look at me. <laughs> bro, I know I, I work, but I'm skinny still, and I'm, I'm like the runt. No, I'm still pretty shredded, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, trust me, I, 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 I puss it down, but. Like these guys are the picks. Beef. Beefcake. Like you go around Nigeria, you'll find five of these within a block. Bro. Trust, trust. Like you find, and, and this is with like not the best nutrition in some of these streets, even in Cameroon and South Africa. Like just the genetic specimens of Africans are different, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's different. Yeah. You can see it in black Americans and black Africans and Haitians yeah. and Jamaicans. Yeah, it's true. Like it's different. So yeah. I know when I go back home, I see, I just see it and I'm like, damn. I know I'm the runt because I am the runt. I was never athletic. All that kind of stuff. I was just good at dancing, and I like video games and Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I can be a fighter too." And anime, Somehow. right? Anime. I love anime. That's Naruto. Me. I fuck with yeah, Naruto. Naruto. I grew up on right. that shit. No way. I, I grew up on that shit. Ninja. I grew up on that shit. Definitely, man. Dragon nah. Ball Z, all that shit. Yeah, man. Nah, like for me, I, I love <laughs> I did, anime. I grew up on that's that shit. That's the Marvel comics. Marvel oh, Marvel comics. That's it. Yeah. Marvel comics. I grew up on that shit. Random question: You live in LA now, or where you live? Listen. In Vegas. 
My man's everywhere. He's outside. He's outside. <laughs> we just moved here for our daughter's tennis career. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now we're moving to Florida, I guess, in, in the next month for oh, wow. her. Also, oh, your daughter plays tennis. Yeah, like that's she's awesome. really good. Yeah, she's beautiful. A that's beautiful. awesome. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I was gonna. Do you still like have your pigeons around? Do you still hold? Everywhere them? I go, I have pigeons. No, really. If I go somewhere like oh, here, I have I have a pigeon coop. I build one. You oh, so you build them? You build like a coop or uh, wherever I go. Damn. Okay, I see. I, see. I love that relationship. Can't live without them. Yeah. Awesome. Now I've I've seen I've seen well your documentaries and. My no. first fight was because of a pigeon. I remember you said the guy bit his head off or did like something. Ah, oh, crazy. Well, <laughs> lucky well, him. I only had a pigeon once when I was a kid for a school project. And I remember so my housemate tied a string to his leg and attached it to a little stick so it couldn't fly away. But then after the school project, after the school project, we had to let it go. So we let it go, but it kept on coming back. Mm -hmm came back every day and I'd feed him and everything and he would come back probably for about a month and eventually never saw him again. The hook probably got him. Oh, real? I see. Yeah, true. This is back in Nigeria too. Yeah, I see. But it was coming back every day for like a month. Got, got eagles, the hawk, got a bunch of everything true. to eat you out there. Anything yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bugs. Yeah, bugs. Again. Yeah, definitely. Now, Africa. I have an 11-year-old kid that loves animals. Notice that? Mm. He's dead. What animal you think kills more people than all animals in the world? I said, I don't know, some kind of bug, man. A mosquito. And it was a mosquito. Yeah, yeah. mosquito. You, you know, know I've, had malaria. Yeah. I've had malaria probably like six to eight times. Six to eight times? Yeah. So this You're is a mutant, man. Yeah, in Nigeria it was like. Just normal? Just like normal. normal but it's a, it's a fucked up feeling. Like you're lying in bed, you're cold, you're hot, you're sweating. And you're also just shivering and delirious as well at the same time. And, you're, and your muscles are weak. And it can be like that for a week. Maybe sometimes. People die. It's a big yeah. thing. Yeah, that's what I'm world. saying. It kills yeah. people. So I've had it like six, six to eight times, I'm sure, as a nah, kid. No, you different, bro. So let's talk about uh, what are your thoughts on John Jones? Ooh, John. Whatever mm. happened, yeah. John, happened to John, man? John is a is a problem to his own self, his own damn self. And I, I don't, I mean, I only speak about him because you asked about him. Yeah, yeah, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't talk about him. There was a clip. There was a clip I saw, maybe a year ago. This is just after the Costify, just before the Costify came out of him. Mm -hmm. Apparently, he was shooting guns around a strip club, and then he got arrested. Yeah, I know, crazy. <laughs> the fire. Yeah, you never. Hey, you can't tip, tip uh, strippers with bullets, man. It's, it's different. But um. Yeah, she, can't uh, make her love you, man. You can't make her love you. Dance, baby. Pa 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 pa. Dance. Pa, 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 pa. No, no. Oh, I love you, bitch. You ain't leaving me. <laughs> it might have been, but then there was a clip like this of him getting arrested, talking to the officer on the first name basis, and I remember just thinking, I was like, man, I felt sorry for him. Was he hurting him or something? Yeah, he smacked his head on the on the bonnet. So this is the one that was recent after he got inducted into the Hall of Fame, mm. and then went back to his hotel room apparently and. Who's he hate? His wife or his fiance, oh, and his man. daughter had to. Now? Yeah, no, no, and his daughter had to like go downstairs with his with her mom and be like, you know, call the cops. Imagine that. That's that. You know, that's not the first time that's happened. And uh, uh, it's yuck, man. It's yuck having to even speak on this because he's a guy that when he first came up, I remember watching him at UFC '94. Yeah, he he's... fought. He fought Stephen Bonner, and that was yeah. the first time I saw him fight on pay per view live, and I was like, yo, this guy's special. Yeah, he is. And yeah. I, I was a fan yeah. of him. Yeah. And he was a fan of me till he realized he wanted to fight me. And then he became not a fan, and we had this beef for a while, and mm -hmm. the fight never transpired yet. But then when I see shit like this, even this one, when I saw this, I felt like I'm I'm empathetic. I, I'm a human being, you know. For sure, yeah. I, I'm like, man, 
Don't like to see what a waste. What a waste of potential. Also, the fact that he's been popped for steroids. How, I mean, everybody, fucking Everybody, listen. Everybody can't handle God's gifts. Nah. Everybody he's his own worst it. enemy, man. And this is the thing. I've made mistakes, Mike. Look, I'm a human being. Like I said, there's no good or bad people. People are just capable of great good or great evil. I've done some bad things in myself. I've, I've made some mistakes, but I learn from those mistakes. I don't make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And that's why, knock on wood, I've never ended up on TMZ for a bad reason. You know what I mean? Because not, nah, because like the, he's been on TMZ for the for how many times just for the wrong reasons. And it's just sad to see, man. Like yeah. some of yeah. the most successful people have the lowest self-esteem. Facts. You can believe that. Facts. The most successful. Mm. That's why, because have they have everything. a low self-esteem. That's yep. why. Facts. I've been there. Cause when I was coming up in New Zealand, you know, like I said, being the only one of the only black kids in the school in the town. Survival mechanism for me was people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And I realized it reared its ugly head in my adult world a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now I know how to kill it whenever I feel it. Like having to it. conform to yep. their culture or whatever. Bro, like, I used to try and talk like them. Yeah. I used to try and do this, like literally. And I realized, like, yeah. bro, I don't even look like you. Why am I trying to sound it's like you? Yeah, I don't even like, and I realized, like, I'm not supposed to fit in. I'm meant to stand out. Mm -hmm. I was never meant to fit in. So that was one of the things that helped me get over that hump. And like I said, it was it's something like, that... I can't believe I saw John Jones smash his head on that car. Hey, I, 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 I can't believe that. Cocaine I, is one I, hell of a drug, Mike. Cocaine yeah, is one hell yeah. of a drug. I just thought they had... I, I didn't know. I was asking just, you know, because I know, you know, was, mm. I thought y'all were going to fight at one point or something. We were. Like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you know, the night's still young, put it that way. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh, he's his own... I mean, fight Francis. <laughs> he's He's been talking about going to heavyweight for the last... Since 2013. I said it and I did it. I would just talk about it. Yeah. I did it. I went up in weight class. He's never. Yeah. And he can. So, I'm like, yo, go fight Francis. Tell me how that is. He needs a lot of love right now. He shouldn't be fighting nobody. Nah, oh, he, needs, he needs help. He needs God. You know, he's he's from a religious family. He needs to surround himself with the right people and not say, this is God's test for me. You know, no. <laughs> this is not God's test for you. I don't care you. if you're how much you're religious. If you're not ready for him, he's not coming. Nah. Like, all that's a mask. All, like I said, I, he came into this game or not just him as well, I'll say other people. You've seen the other athletes, other actors or actresses, they come in and try and like... Tupac said it, but he said something about being a role model. That's the fakest two things in the world because you're, you're, you're playing a role and you're modeling a behavior. Mm. So I've always said, this is why I love like guys like Puma who fuck with me because I'm not someone's role model. I'm not, people are like... Yes, you, you know, are. No, but I'm not. I'm not playing it. That. You can't choose. I'm not, but I'm not playing it. I know. I know. They try to bestow it upon me. I know. Okay, Mike. You know I can't. I can't. No okay, you I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you. You have no control of it. I'm not a role model, but even like these two. These two. No, no. No, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm not trying to act like a role model. Put it that way. No, your accomplishments, your skills made you a role model automatically. Me being myself made me a role model. Okay, but what I'm saying is. Like the way he was back in the day when he was sponsored by Nike and all that. He used to be all this like, oh, you know, thank God. Who's that? John. He'd, he'd be behaving a certain way and then like behind the scenes acting hey, a different listen, way. I am the same way on camera. It's up to you. That comes back to haunt you. Yeah. God knows, God knows when you're bullshit. God yep. created bullshit. Facts. Yeah, but like for me, <laughs> I, I would never, no, but like since I've been in this game, I would... I've never been a guy to try and fake anything. Mm -hmm. That's not faking. There's people just like you. They, 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 you're their role model. Yeah. Like oh, no, them. but I'll take that. And like I said, there's kids out there that I know personally, and I know their dad, like example. I've used the example of Zion, um, Harrison, and Spencer. These kids who go to my gym, and they, they look up to me. They, they really appreciate me. 
And this is, I'll show you a picture of um, this is Harrison before he had his um, tonsils out. His dad gave him an action figure of myself. This is him pre-op, mm -hmm. and that's him post-op. And he's with an action figure of myself. Oh, wow. And his, his dad, you know, allows them to watch me with the way I carry myself, with the way I speak, with the mm -hmm. way I express myself. And to them, I'm a role model. And I, for me, I never want to let them down. I never want them to hang their, their head in shame because I end up on, on something like that looking mm -hmm. stupid. So I, I, I do my best to just be me. And I never want to put, put that kind of shame on them. But at the same time, I just, uh, I, hate, I just hate the word, I think. We need a new name for it. What? I need a new... Because it's like Park said it role best. Role model. Role model. Like you're playing a role no, and you're no acting... Why? No, why? Because you feel you're, you're not worthy of that um, position. You feel in your with heart them. you're not worthy. No, with you feel in no, your yeah, heart you're not have, worthy to be a role model. I have felt that. And that's like that where that imposter syndrome comes in. Mm -hmm. And I've had to deal with that as well where I felt like, man, why do these kids love me so much? They don't know just me. Like, hey, just like, that's why... Who did you start, Who did you see that you say, hey, I can be a fighter? Prince Nassim, Anderson Silva. All right, listen. Yeah. And it's a wrap. It's over. Mm. It's over. Yeah. But I, I just don't like that who word. Do I, I don't like that. Who did you see the one that you be? Israel Alexander. There it goes. Yeah. I know it what you mean. It's in the book. Yeah, the it, book. Is, stop, it is. It is. Yeah, I know. I can't, I can't, I can't take away from it. I can't run away from it. Yeah, I understand. Don't. Okay, man, I think it's the terminology. You just don't want the responsibility. No, no, you no. Role model. You I'll take it. No, I'll take it. Like I said, I would never end up there. Knock on wood again. I would never end up there. But we knock on wood because we never know exactly where we're going to end up at. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think it's just the term of it. Like, because I never want to be fake. I never want to be that guy. So the fact that those kids look up to me with just me living myself, being authentically me, that's, that makes me feel good. That makes me enough for me. Is but your, the what's same your time, definition of fake? Fake is somebody like, and not and doing somebody exactly. else. Exactly. Well, that's what you do. You're not doing that. So why are you worrying about being a role model? You're not doing that. So yeah. that's that's beautiful. You're doing everything you want to do. You're a role model. So you're, a role model. you're putting uh, that out there. Damn. Without, <laughs> you're putting you that out it. there without damn, even yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay, you know what? I'm listening. I'm listening. I think you're right because I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be a guy that has that bestowed upon them. And also there was, not now, but there was that feeling of like, they don't really know me. Why do I feel like I deserve... It was a little bit of imposter syndrome I've had to deal with in the past. No, it's not called imposter syndrome. It's called a form, it's called a form of self-hate. Yeah. That's what it's called. Not yeah. Syndrome. From that's, childhood trauma. That's, what, that's, that's what where we, it's from. That's what we all have. That's what yeah. elevates us. Yeah, it is. It's a little it is. form of self-hate. Just a little it bit. elevates us. But yeah, like for me, ah, uh, you might have... You, you've, you've done what they call a paradigm shift a little bit. I have to sit with it. I have to sit with it and really ponder and just think about it. You but shouldn't ponder. You should accept yeah. it. I want to, but I can't. <laughs> Don't I was like, okay, wait. I have to think about it. I have to... I have to... Paradigm shift. Self That's at least the beginning. There's no such thing as suffering. It's only yeah. self-suffering. Yes, yes. Suffering doesn't exist. It's only from it's, the self. Yes, only yes. From self. But it's a paradigm shift as a curious, so I'm like, okay, let me sit with this and just, okay, accept that. Because, I, I mean, look, you're Mike Tyson. You've been through all you know this. what my paradigm shift is? What? That I'm not a street nigga no more. Yeah? No, I'm not gonna rob nobody. Mm. That was yours. Yeah. <laughs> was that's, like, that's that's what I love doing. I don't have to survive. I love anymore. robbing people. Yeah. You don't have to survive anymore. What age yeah. did you have that? All my life. Re no, what age did you have that shift, that paradigm shift? I'm Fourteen. Really? That's when you found boxing? Yeah. Was that from cost? Thirteen, yeah. Shit. Okay. I knew I could have the world. Mm. He Bet. put that in my mind. He Bet. made that a reality. Okay. Mm. No, I have to, okay, I have to accept this new way of being, maybe. 
No, it's not new way. It's going to happen to it's, you. It is, yeah. You know I mean? It was you before Be you were even existing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you just have to stars. accept it. It was. God it was written. written. God, it was written. It was already written. God, God, like I written. said, they accept me for me. So I'm like, I'm, I'm only being they me. They checked so it out. I, peep game. They accept you for you. You mm, got to accept you me for me. You. Yeah, I am. I'm learning. I'm learning yeah, to. They accept you. I'm whatever you to. give them, they're yeah. going to accept. That's what you have to understand. Whatever you give them. I think I'm scared of being ending up like that. That's one of my worst fears. Oh, or, yeah. Or yeah. Like, Embrace it. I think that's every Embrace athlete. That. Yeah. Any athlete's there. worst fear, bro. There. Even like that Free Britney documentary, that was one of the most triggering, triggering things for me to watch. I don't okay. know if you've seen it. Free Britney. So Britney Spears, pretty much her release from being in a conservatorship. And I remember watching one of the clips in the beginning of the documentary when she's driving around these streets trying to get away from paparazzi. And this guy was filming her and going like, look at her, she just ran a red light. What a crazy bitch. And I remember just feeling like, because you're fucking chasing her. That's why she's trying to run away from you. Listen, she's one of the baddest bitches in this country, man. See her in the dirt fighting for her freedom? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's oh, what that whole documentary was about. That's, that's real. She's yeah. a little dude, holy fuck, That's, not, that. yeah, that's not, um, what's that little song she said, give it to me? No, this is real, yeah. man. This is, <laughs> this is life, nigga. Nah, and, and honestly, she's that... she's kicking his ass. Yeah, yeah she did, real, she did. And then she's free from it now. Yeah, yeah. She, this is life. She's this is what it's You need to watch, have you seen it? Free Is this her Instagram? Oh, no, she living, living. Look at her. Oh, she outside. That's right. Yeah, she's outside. That's really outside. My now. We can get Britney on the show. Yeah. I would love to. Nah, she definitely has stories to tell. She fought for freedom. Imagine fighting against someone that yeah. brought you in this earth. Worse, <laughs> what the fuck? You're making them father. tens of millions of dollars Crazy. a year and they're giving you an allowance of 2000 a month. Bro, I, of I, your own money. I, I, I do all this for my children. Fuck. All this stuff, whatever I do. You to see I her do, kids as well. That was children. another thing. To see her kids, she had to ask permission to see her kids. That's fucked, man. We all make mistakes when we're young. <sighs> yeah. And we, and we try to even up with ourselves. Mm. Hey man, there's no good mistakes. or bad people. We're just capable of great good or great evil. No, I'm not malevolent. I'm not. I just am. Mm. Whatever I am. If we I do are. this, I do that. Exactly. 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 That's it. We I just, just are. Am. I am. That's when I hate people saying, like, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a bad person. Like, no, you just are. I am that's who I am. It. I am who and I we am. We do what we do. Yes, that's life. So let's talk about Conor McGregor, his comeback. My G. Who's he fighting? <laughs> what do you, what, what, you, you have think? to ask the guy right there. So we're <laughs> under the same management. Who's he fighting? Who Conor fighting? Tell him. Give him the scoop. Ah. Give him the scoop to me. I'll be honest, man. Sire, what's the scoop? Where's Matt? Uh, probably. <laughs> he just comes back and says, I'm going for the belt straight away. Fuck everybody else. That's the thing. He he has the pulling power to do that. Yeah. Because he he's Conor McGregor. He's a former champion. But, yeah. And I, I I like what Gaethje said, even though he's like, what do you say? If I don't fight for the belt, we riot. And I was like, yeah, because Gaethje just deserves to fight for the belt. Now he's fighting for the belt. But Connor's living life right now, man. Look at him. He's just living life. Living, he's living his best life. And I know he's training. I see he's always lifting. Stays in shape. Stays ready, as he likes to say. But yeah, man, we'll hard see. It's hard to stay ready with that lifestyle. Bro. Hey, man, I'll He's tell you for me. People, was, people been saying that, but I haven't felt that yet. Even with this new contract, I have not felt that at all. That rock star lifestyle? No, I, no, I have, but like that feeling of like, oh, what is it? Um, you look great. Marvin Hagler, uh, Marvin Hagler said it's hard to get up. Was it Mar- Marvin that said that? When you sleep in silk, silk sheets. Yeah. Something like that. I haven't felt yeah. that. I, I felt that a little bit in the past, but lately, never she felt that because I'm hungry. Game, peep game. Yeah. You ever have a $30 million fight? Not yet. Not yet. Then, then, then talk to me later. When you get see, a 30, levels. There's levels $40 million to this fight. There's levels to the hey, no, shit. No, no, no. That's why. When you get a $40 million fight mm. and the week after you got that $40 million, 
and I tell you, you got to fight in like six weeks. Mm. It's hard to get out to bed. You say, how much money me, is it? For, no, but for Give me, it's Give me five different. more million. No, I like, gotta, <laughs> for me, okay, look, $10 million, $40 million, at a certain point, is just money. money. Like, literally, I don't, I, I know it'll hit your account. I see them hit my accounts, but it's just like, it's just money to me. I'm fine. I know I'm set for, I could have been set for life. I could have, if it was just about money, I would have left this game three, three, three fights ago. You love this just, shit. I love it. I love no, learning right I know. now. I love no, learning no, right it's now. Learning, it's learning what money can do. Mm. Learning how it grows if you plan it right. Yeah, that's where my pops comes in. That is so that's that's honestly like, so in December, just over this Christmas, I went home and my pops is like, you know, he's, he's the guy that, like Khabib's dad was on the on the on, on the field with him. He was mm -hmm. helping him. Steph's dad, Jordan's dad. Mm -hmm. My pops was behind the scenes, mm -hmm. helping me make my money grow, make my money work for me. Mm -hmm. And he sat me down and told me how much I was worth, and my jaw hit the floor. I was like, "Yo, for real?" He's like, "Yeah." I was just like, "Shit, we could have stopped this shit ages ago if we were, if it was just about money." But it's yeah. not just about money for me. Like I said, I am young, I am fresh, I am hungry, hungry and I want to fuck these motherfuckers up while I can, because there's gonna be a day when it's like, okay. Another epiphany during the Costa camp, like I said, we were quarantined in the gym. And I remember it was a Saturday for sparring, and I was watching everyone just put their wraps on, put their shin guards on. And I remember just pausing for a second as I put my wraps on, just being like, look at us. Like, it was just a moment of just like gladiators, warriors, getting ready for battle. And I was like, I can't do this shit forever. So while I'm doing this shit, I'm going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to really soak it in. And I've used this quote, like J. Cole said, applying pressure. Mm -hmm. Before the end of this game, I really want to apply pressure and make sure I get everything done. Mm -hmm. And money's going to come. Money's always going to come. Gonna like, I don't, I don't struggle with no, money. Money does come, but yeah. this is what I was just trying to say. Mm. The art of business is getting the most money with the less risk. Mm. You're always fighting killers, nigga. Yeah. Fight some, fight some hot coming up um, Brazilian, a nice white guy that's coming up and got a big background that you can easily get killed. Yeah. You need some easy fights. No, they can't. They can't do that in the UFC. Like in the UFC, in boxing or kickboxing, that's that's easy with the blueprint. They can do that. But in the UFC yeah, with Dana, everybody you fight is a monster. killer. He's a motherfucker. He's yeah. a guy that can beat you. So yeah. I have, I have already, a, I've like, I've lapped already. No, the but there's a way to do this. It's just, yeah. it's more profitable. Mm. They have to, you know what they don't do in um. This is really interesting. Yeah. They won't get a guy who has a little bit of talent. I don't know, white guy, like poor blonde hair, blue mm. eyes. Let him knock out a bunch of guys, and boom, that's the most super fight. Hmm. Who's the guy that can do that? They've. Uh, he well, can fight. He's not a bum. He can fight. Can the guy fight. Can fight a little. Connor can fight. Connor was a gangster. Connor came in and just took over. Oh, he, yeah. he literally just came in and just fucked everybody up in his yeah, way. Yeah, he was really... Yeah, he did, he did. Even but, if um, he did, he would still be the man he is because of his character, his personality. Yeah, <laughs> his soul, who he is. People follow his purpose. They don't give a fuck about him. Even they, the fact they, that they he's... They support yeah. him. Yeah. They support him. His they support him. They support him. They support him. They how he carries himself. Facts, facts. So your thoughts on Jake Paul? My guy, Jake. I like Jake. Yeah, I like Jake. He's cool. Actually, I will try and link up with him. I don't know if he... He fuck, he's everywhere. He's in Puerto Rico. He's in LA. Everybody wants him. He's all yeah. over the place. Nah, but he, uh, he hit me up. I saw him in St. Bart. Uh, we'll probably, we'll probably link too, up. Man. That's right. I saw that picture. You guys yeah. linked up in New Year's or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll link up while I'm out here if we have time. I like Jake. I like what he's doing with the fight game. I like his promoting. Now he's being Mr. Promoter Jake Paul. That's good for him. I think he's doing well because a lot of people didn't like the fact that he jumped in the game and just started to I get all this attention. I the fact that he did that. Same. I was just like, I didn't know who he was. Re Everybody like, said, really, Mike? But they don't understand. They, we boxing needs that. Yes, exactly. He, he honestly helped 
push, walks and into a different life. At this stage of boxing, the greatest fighters are not fighting each other. So boxing need a guy like this. Facts. And they also he brought it to it. a new demographic as well, like his fans, his demographic, the younger listen, generation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Listen, when he the fights, he brings 75 million stuff. people yeah, to the box true. office. Do you hear that? Yeah. Say it again. When Jake Paul fights, he brings 75 million people to the box office, not to the arena, the box office. Yeah. That's cheddar. That's to the box cheddar. office. Definite. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is Instagram? Brought, he's a, the new generation, man. He's bringing them to this the fight right as well. Yeah. That's him. Tim on a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like that jacket. That's a nice jacket. He's a baller. Yeah, man. My man lives baller. nice. After the fight. So I watched him fight Nate, um, knock out Nate Robinson. Is it Nate? Yeah, I think so. Nate on that card as well. And after I smoked, we were Snoop. Then, oh, uh, yeah, this is crazy. Oh, oh, motherfucker. I don't know how, bro. That was. You know, I did not want to see this fight again. Ooh. But man, if you, can, you can watch that again. Jesus fucking Christ. That, that was. was and he loaded that up. Like, he wow. charged that up. You see, look at He charged that up. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going fucking hit you. Bang. Jeez. Fuck, that was crazy. That punch you saw coming a mile away. That's what I mean. He, you know, he loaded that shit up. He was just like, he saw that shit coming a mile away. Nigga. Tyrone I'm 55, just, I hey man, coming a mile away. You think he saw it coming a mile away? Yeah. No, bro, you can see. You yeah. watch it. He loaded that shit up, man. Yeah, yeah. that's how y'all fighting. Y'all professionals, huh? Yeah. Wait, they were talking about him fighting you or you fighting him or Logan. Is that something that's still? Let me at him. I'm going Let's straight see. at him, fool. I don't know you're not going to hold back. You ain't holding back, huh, Mike? Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to estimate through either, but I'm going to be in shape. That's mm. the only thing you got to do is be in shape. How long would it take you, like, say, right now? Because you, you're still training active. You're still active in uh, just life right now, right? Mm -hmm. How long would it take you to, like, say, get into fight, fight shape? Because how do you... Uh, 40... 45, I think, listen, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 30 days of boxing, I can fight anybody. 30 days? 30 days? Yeah, 30 Respect. days of boxing every With day. With diet? Like, obviously, like you're going to change your uh -huh. diet, all that? Like, 30 days? If I'm boxing every day in the gym, I don't have to worry about my diet. I can eat whatever I want. I'm just going to Are you still up. vegan, or did you... No, I, I you just, pretty much am. Yeah, okay, but you just... A small amount of meat. meat. Okay, yeah. I see, I see. But you look after yourself. Yeah. That's good, yeah. Not easy. It's easy to see. Easy to see. Sheesh. Yeah. I'm still, you know, I'm on that seafood diet. Seafood, <laughs> seafood anything, <laughs> Except two weeks before the fight, then I start to like bring down my um, just the the portions sometimes, or or maybe overeating, because mm -hmm. I my body just knows when it's time to cut weight. Like I'm I'm amazed at what my body does when it's like my body gets excited. It's like oh we're doing this shit now, mm -hmm. okay, and I'm like just fight week. My body I just have to be like relax. Listen, um, that's crazy. To me. That's so crazy, right? Because at times I'm just eating these. Mm -hmm. um, Lim what's this? Lemon meringue pie. The oh, lemon pie. meringue. I'm keep yeah. eating meringue pie. I'm keep eating these pies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And when it's time to stop, it stop. It's like I never ate it before in my life. It's like really? Stop. Boom. You go cold turkey. Cold turkey and everything. That's discipline. That's interesting that yeah. you, so you don't have a diet, essentially, until, yeah. up until a fight. I don't like to restrict myself. Like, yeah. if I'm, if I'm say, during camp, like uh -huh. seven weeks out, I'm eating as healthy as I can, but if I but, feel like some yeah. Wendy's, I go get some Wendy's. Yeah. I don't like, because I've been there before where I'm like, no, I'm not allowed. And then eventually, there's a point, there's a breaking point, and then when I finally like, just, I just, I'm, one ah. guys, I'm one of those guys when I look in the mirror, I'm fat. Ah, like um, body dysmorphia type thing. Yeah, I look yeah. in the mirror, I see fat. Yeah. I'm a pig. <laughs> no, I, 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 I I've never been there, but I'm like, I understand what you mean. You're critical of yourself. Mm. Yeah, I feel you. 
Well, hey, we have to be our own, I guess, worst critics sometimes. You I am. To. Yeah, that's in order to be I great am. in anything. Yeah. No, like, nah, I'm not. I need to work on this. I know sometimes, like, right, I'm on the best shape right now. Even I just fought two weeks ago, I know I've been doing work. I'm having fun, but I know if I need to get back in serious shape, boom, I can. Mm -hmm. But I don't hold myself to that, like, because I know girls do this all the time. They're like, oh, you know, they just see the worst version of themselves. But I'm like, nah, I'm not in my best shape, but I know if I need to get in shape like that, I can get in shape yeah. easily. But yeah. yeah. It takes me, it takes me a while. I, really? I, I, yeah, I do like ink. Increments like yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> it's interesting. I'm it's so sick, interesting listening you guys talk. I'm the yeah. sick old guy with the thing on my back and got the weights behind. Yeah, <laughs> so, so interesting. Crazy. Like how, because the fact you said you could like just cut weight like that, like mm. so we get weighed in all the time. Really? So I think it's like every like maybe is there a limit or there's so like with me it's like a limit. So mine was like 295 was the lowest I could go. 295. Oh, what's that in kgs? What the fuck? 295. That's heavy. You okay? Let me. See. I'm gonna guess. You are one hundred and you are one hundred and thirty kgs. Yeah, to three hundred pounds. Yeah. Wait, is that one hundred and thirty kgs? Two ninety five. Someone check for me. Meanwhile, let me hit that real quick, Mike. Oh, you're beautiful, Appreciate brother. You're beautiful. That's right, boxing. Beautiful, Close. I could just tell. I, I did. That was a math. That was just looking at your body. I was like, you'd be one thirty. Yeah. UFC coming mm. to Africa. Yo, that's on. It has to. Even Dana said it. What part of Africa? Recently. So, there's a lot of I red tape in Nigeria. Bro, oh, yeah, brother, yeah, my guy, it. you understand? Like, see, Nigeria is a very corrupt place. Yeah. Like, I love my people, but mm -hmm. it's just the, 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 the government, just the, it's, everyone's trying to find a way to siphon money from someone. So, mm -hmm. there's a lot of red tape, but it can happen in Nigeria, it can happen in South Africa, or it can happen in Morocco. Okay. Because look at Nigeria. I love South like Africa. This Nigeria. Hey, yeah, you can have our property, you can have this and that, and it's good. Yeah. And then there's another gang. Mm. Yeah. Hey. You gotta settle everyone. They need to do it in Nigeria. Settle us. I know Nigeria would be a best place they for what I feel. They need in Nigeria, like literally, if it happens, and Dennis said, like before he retires, he wants to do a show in the continent of Africa, and I feel like it's gonna happen right now. We're, this is history, literally. Me, Francis, and Kamaru, what we're doing right you know what now. Yeah, we do the South Africa. Yeah, so either Nigeria, South Africa, or Morocco. That's those are the Morocco three. got the money to do yeah. both South Africa and Morocco. That's what I'm money. saying. Like, either one of those three places can make it happen. But right now, I was talking to Francis about this a week before his last fight. I said, like, man, we're, we're in South in Africa, it. they can give him a diamond belt. They make a new belt for that <laughs> particular fight. Make a hey, diamond fuck, belt the, fuck the rubies. Put diamonds on them. Like, real diamonds. Diamonds. Now, no, but, no. In South Africa, in the 70s and 80s, they have a belt called Old Buck Belt. Old Buck Belt. Boxing? Yeah, beautiful oh, no belt. Wow. South Africa old used buck to give belt. old buck. Damn. I'm going to have to look that up, see what Beautiful I look like. Beautiful belt. Look yeah. better than all of our belts Damn. in America. Let me see. The it's best, the best looking one is they the... They made out of silver, too. Silver shit. Old buck belt. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. South Africa. Yeah, definite. From Lagos? Me, from Lagos. Yeah, from Lagos. Oh, That's Lagos. me, oh, yeah. Oh, Lagos. So it's Lagos boy. I was born in Lagos. You Lagos, right? Imagine you Lagos. You make it out. You come back. Your cousin. Yeah. Give me your shoes, bro. Bro, so when I went back... <laughs> I'm, no, straight up, Mike. It's, it's like that. No, no, bro. No, it's not. It's not. No, I'm telling you. No, straight up. Bro, honestly, so I remember I took this guy as well. I took my guy Jeff right there, Oluwa Jeff. I took him to Nigeria with me. And man, so I went. I, I went to. I tried to go to the hood. This this place called Makoko, the slum, to try and show love back to the people. And I went there just looking to where I look right now. It's too much. And I went with one security guard, like a, a Mopo, we call them, a mobile police officer, and then. You know, all these like gangsters started pulling up on us. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to show love, man. They're like, ah, wait, what do you want here? What do you want here? I'm yeah. like, I'm just showing love, man. I'm from here now. So I'm a Nigerian me, like I'm, I'm from Nigeria. They're like, eh, so what? Like, I was like, oh, for real? Bet. So my ego, this is where my ego came into play. I went away that day, 
just like, because my, my boy Abiola was like, we need to go. Yeah. I was like, bet. So we were just on the outskirts. And if we went deep, Michael Kors is like this big floating maze on just a shitty, shitty river, a mm -hmm. shitty water. Like it's really like honestly worse. Mm -hmm. And if you go deep, you're in the maze. You can't get out unless someone takes you out because mm -hmm. they know that place like the back of their hands. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then I went, I went, he remembers, he was there. So I went back the next day, right? The African shit. And then I'll put my vest on, I put all my chains on and I wore my Jordans and I will Puma at the time, allegedly. Now, but, um, and then I, um, yeah, I, I went just flexing, just like, nah. And I went with like heavy security this time. Yeah. And then the gangsters in there were like, okay, let's show you around. Let's do this, right, right, right. And Jess got all the clips. It's on my Freestyle Bender YouTube page as well. But then we, um, yeah, I, I think it was just my ego to be like, look, I'm from here. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to show love. You can't kick me out of my own country. Yeah. And some of the gangsters eventually started fighting because they wanted to like show us around and get the commission yeah. and whatnot, all that kind of stuff. I was going to be seen with you. Exactly. Also be looked, the look. But then by the end of it, when I remember when I was in the, in the car, it was like a zombie apocalypse. Everyone had their hand out just like trying to, oh God, please, want to eat so So I'm just like widing the window down smart. Yeah, just feeding the money, feeding just a little bit, just a little bit. But American one smart money, one, got American money? They think yeah, they American did, of course, money. yeah. They like to change that. That's worth a lot over there. Yeah. So then one smart kid who literally just sat quietly in the car eventually followed us out of Michael Kor. And then my cousin saw him and was like, what the fuck, how'd you get in the car? And then he got out and I gave him a little something just kind of settled him. But yeah, he was a smart one because he didn't kick off. He was just like, yeah, yeah, I was just, you know, my time will come. Played the smart game. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Long, yeah, yeah. So I blessed him a little bit. Mm. So you listen to Wizkid then? Yeah, oh, Wizkid, my boy. Yo, yeah, Wizkid. That album is nuts. Honestly, <laughs> like the one, there was one I missed, the one with Blessed on it, that whole album. I, I love Steady, I love Blessed. Bro. I'm like, how did I miss this album? Like, literally, I love Wizkid. Even Davido, I met Davido for the first time mm -hmm. briefly in, mm -hmm. was it London? In London the other day. Yeah. Because um, he's going to perform at the O2 this weekend. Okay. And it's crazy, honestly, man. Afrobeat has taken over the world. Bro, it's so, it, annoy, it low key annoys me because. Yeah. It's like everyone, over, man. Every, everyone's on it now, like mm. showing the love. Like, bro, yeah. you should have been on it. Yeah. Like, now we've been. Like, that's the thing. I grew up on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for me, even there was a point when I was in the club in London and I had all these white girls singing, singing to me in Yoruba. <laughs> I literally, I'm just like, you don't even know what you're saying, but you're singing this track to me because you like Whiskey or you like, yeah. you know, Burner Boy or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, this is crazy how Afrobeat has taken over the world. And I had this girl. Um, at, uh, at the Manchester game when I watched the football game, speaking proper Yoruba to me. <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. Like, honestly, I'm just like, how is Tell that? You. Black is beautiful. Yeah, oh, it is. Like, like, it's, it's part of the exactly. culture now. Exactly. It's part of the culture now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, guys like Wizkid, Davido, yeah. you know, Olamide, Burner Boy, they're yeah. the ones making it happen for the culture. For sure, definitely. Yeah. Their music is amazing, bro. Yeah, man. That and it's that... in you. You feel that. You just feel it. Everyone feels mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That so, how do you say it? It's not, it's Lagos? Lagos. Lagos so, made, yeah. in made in Lagos. That's the album. Made that album, Lagos. Made in Logos, that shit is nuts. Slash. I suggest everyone to go listen to that whole album. It's yeah. a, it's a vibe. It's hard to, I don't skip you anything. Don't, you don't, I don't, I don't I, skip. No. I have not. I did not yeah. skip one song on that album. I still play it to this man. day. It's yeah, insane. really. That's the one. Yes. I play steady, like, yeah. Do you like you if you smoke? Do what right, you're doing? Yeah, this right there, this is the vibe for yeah. it. Yeah, name it. Play that shit right now. Okay, play, play steady by Whiskey. Play yeah. steady by Whiskey. That all is a that's you, a slapper. All you have to do is legit. If you like, have like a little gathering, Mike, mm. a little barbecue party. And let that joint ride. Mm. It's a vibe. I'm telling like you. Young party. Nigga, it's okay. a vibe. I'm telling you, dog. Uh, if if, if you have like date night old, with your man. wife, this is the kind of vibe you want to play as well. Yeah, yeah. See, it's that, it's that it's smooth, smooth shit. shit. It's smooth it's shit. My man knows. Yeah, it's called you. duality. After a hard day of training, you know, wrestling, sparring with my boys, all that kind of stuff, I go home. I either have a bourbon 
small bourbon on the rocks, and I just sit down. I can play this in the background or smooth jazz. I and wish I'm good. I could drink. Yeah? That's small bourbon. Nah, I could I, I, a little bit, like during camp, just a little bit, but. I mean, that yeah. one of those guys that take Yeah. Now, when I, okay, see, thing is that how I learn how to drink, mm-hmm. when I go out, I go out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I don't, I, I never used to know how to social drink. Yeah. Because the way I grew up I, and I learned how to drink, that's what the culture was, was just, they even made these, um, like, beer bongs. Like, mm-hmm. that's how people drank over there. Like, literally, just, just funnel with the hose and <laughs> glug, 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 glug. That's how they, that's how, it doesn't Wanganui. That's how they learn, you know, learn how to drink. And I remember, yeah, so I had to learn later on in life, oh, you can just have a little bit and just catch a vibe and chill. Yeah. As an adult, I learned that. <laughs> yeah. Who did I meet? I met also in the UK, um, Derek Chirosa. Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Chisora, Chisora, yeah. I knew his face, but I was like, oh, man, I've seen this guy before. He's crazy. So we're going to the bar in the O2 to go drink, Tell and he goes, he goes, he goes, I don't drink anymore. I'm like, oh, well, I like, no, I like to drink. He's like, do you drink heavy? I'm like... Nah, once in a while. He said, I don't drink anymore. I'm like, really, why is that? He's like, I almost killed a man. I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, let's start. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, well, well, that's fun. And then went into the O2 and I met, I met everyone. I met AJ, I met Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, um, yeah, it was just, it was cool. And then he, he comes into the bar and just like, oh. this is Derek. He goes, what are you motherfuckers looking at? He's joking around like, I'll smash all of you. But he's just like, he's, he's, he's poking the bear, he's poking fun, but you can tell he's got a switch in him. He definitely has a switch. And he said, I've been four years sober. I don't drink anymore. I was like, all right, bet. I believe you. Yeah. So, Definitely don't want to give him a shot. No. <laughs> so y'all watch tape. Y'all watch tape like I watch tape. Yeah. I'm a tape watch. Tape watch yeah. as well. Yeah. It's film right, stuff. Listen, you got to listen. I watched my opponent the day the fight is signed until every day until I leave my dressing room. I'm watching him there. Really? My dressing room. Like yeah. film, like you watch yeah. a film on my guy. Fight. Yeah, oh, that's like wow. us then. When I bring the time for me to go to my dressing room, mm-hmm. fight them while I bring the film there, I'm watching them, watching them. And they glove me off, I'm hitting them, watching them. And I watch them as soon as I leave, my lungs I go out. Damn, what was the purpose? What did that make you feel? It puts me, very, it made me very comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. <clears throat> Pick up habits. I did that in my last fight, um, not the same way, but to get comfortable with the arena. I, might, I like that though, I might get into that. I um I did my walkout. I practiced it before I, I I went out to fight. So I went there to watch my teammates fight early on. And while the arena was empty, they were setting up. I was like, I want to practice my walkout. So I walked in the arena and I visualized everything. I visualized the people, the security, the fans. I visualized just everything. The camera crew, because they were there setting up as well. And that made me get comfortable. So that way, when I have to go out into the arena, I'm not spooked. I did it the same thing when I fought Robert the first time. Before I did the dance. I practiced that dance the night before. But you in gotta the be arena. spooked. You're not scared of fighting. You should oh, yeah. fight. Nervous, nervous. I, I like a little <laughs> yeah, bit of nerves. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good fire. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good emotion. But I wanted to be comfortable in the arena. You know what I mean? Comfortable in the space. So that really helped. But playing the guy's tape, actually, that's that's not a bad Listen, way to do it. You have to um, to be a good leader in anything, a gang leader, whatever. You have to know how to um, size people up. Yeah. You know how to read people. Facts. If you don't know how to read people, you're not a good leader. Mm. You know, because you underestimate or overestimate somebody. Facts. Mm. Overestimate. Yeah. I like that because a lot of people never talk about overestimating people, and I've said this as well. Like they tell you, never underestimate people, but a lot of people overestimate people yeah. sometimes. They look at them and put Make them, them on a pedestal. Make them better than what they should be. And then you, there's guys I've beat eventually. I was like, man, I was worried about you. Yeah, me too. It's me like, too. You? Damn. It's like really? Damn. When I was you younger, right, I used to be an asshole. And I was, they say, well, you beat Larry Holmes and 
Michael Spinks. Mm. And I said some, and I said, well, I didn't think two great fighters with these big names be so easy to kill. Oh. <laughs> you know, but you got to talk shit about Yeah. You know? Well, you've done it. Once you've done it, then it's like you've, you've it's like the four-minute mile. You've done it, and it's like, oh, that was easy. I always wanted yeah. that since I was a little kid, since I saw Ali when I was in juvenile detention. Since mm. I saw Ali, mm. I wanted to be like that. Yeah. Nah, rest Role in peace. Yeah, yes. Big time, without even yeah, trying to be. Yeah. Without even trying to be. With just being himself. He has walked, yeah. walked in to see some bad kids, and boom, I want to be like him. Damn. That's when you know you've transcended sports itself. So you both, can you, do you both think that bare knuckle fighting could become a thing? There's always people out for bestiality shit. <laughs> bestiality. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to Mexico yeah. for that, I heard. I've heard, that is. But we always, listen, let me see. There's always an we audience always, for that kind always, of stuff. Men are always looking for a way to show their masculinity. Mm. We constantly want to show it. We want to show our masculinity. Like it's popular right now. Like it's they've had a few events. They have championships. Mm -hmm. They bring some big names onto their their game. But um, yeah, that's I've, the nature of people. They want to show their masculinity. Yeah, and there and there's always gonna be women an audience as well. for that. Women as well. Yeah, there's gonna be an audience for that every single time, no matter what it is. Like you said. Listen, I, we don't know when it began. We're never gonna see it end. Nah, yeah. it's part of life. Fighting, Fighting is part, part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like the way Dana puts it about four corners. If you have football in this corner. You even have hockey on this corner. You have basketball there. If a fight breaks out in that corner, everyone's gonna stop. Yeah. And then look at the fight. And the people, no, no, even the other sport guys, like, look the at hell? the fight. <laughs> exactly because we could be two old Jewish guys fighting. We all stop and look at this shit. What's happening? Like, it's just part of Kick our DNA. Ass. Kick it, it is. Ass. Yeah. You start taking sides. Don't know these guys. Kick it ass. Fuck them up. Yeah, that's true. I bet on him. I bet my man right here's gonna get. He's gonna get it. Speaking of speaking of fighting, how crazy is it that you? Um, I don't know if you guys heard those U Ukraine boxers. Mm -hmm. They're fighting in the war. Yeah. Um, even what's his name, Lomachenko. I saw yeah. a picture of him. Well, like, that's what they should be. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. The like, brothers. Frontline. Frontline. The Klitschko brothers. Yeah. The Klitschko brothers. They the craziest, honestly, out of that whole thing, one of the craziest things is the story of the president. How he was on a sitcom or a show playing a president, and then eventually that same production company decided to run for office, and then the actor that played the president on that show became the president of Ukraine. Wow. Now he's on the front line trying to defend the country like saying. a true leader. And I'm just yeah. like... Hats off. Hats yeah, off, hats to, off to them, man. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, one thing I do wish, because I keep seeing it everywhere, is like the way they... They need to let the um the the African and black or, yeah, so or, yeah, or Nigerian students because a lot of Nigerian students they wouldn't let us go nowhere. I'm like, yeah, and I've seen the videos like cause one thing I've learned, Mike. One thing I've learned, Bash, is is that never react whenever shit like this happens because George Floyd made me react. There was a speech I gave in the public square where I was really emotional. I was crying. Don't react. That because I mean I'm I'm human. I see a guy get killed by police with his hands in his pockets. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But then now I've learned never react, respond. So I, even now I'm speaking, this is my first time speaking on this kind of stuff now, the Ukraine situation in Russia and what Nigerian students are going through there. It's like, I don't like to react. I like to respond. So I'll wait and see first. And mm -hmm. I've seen some, I've, been, I've just seen too many videos and too many incidents where like you see Nigerian students- Getting denied. Getting denied. Yeah. And you see like, you know, a white lady just jump over the fence, put their baby over. In the train. Like, yeah, that's like- Yeah, it's crazy. And then you see people even getting guns put on them. They're like, look, we're just students. We just want to let- And it's like, yo- 
Some of the leaders, though, from where I'm from, this is what I'm talking about where I'm saying like they're corrupt and there's a lot of red tape. They need to take action and be like, look, let's send planes over for people. Nigerian citizens only and get them back home. If the, uh, the you know the Polish or the other neighboring countries won't let them in, because mm -hmm. what's gonna happen? You're gonna leave them in the like sitting ducks. You're gonna die. They're gonna get killed. Yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, I, I don't know what. I'm not a politician, so I don't know what sparked that whole situation. I'm learning bits and pieces off of it. There's a black girl who kind of speaks about it in Embonics on on TikTok or Instagram, and I follow her page. I can't remember her name now, but then I kind of get the gist of it. But mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not. A, I'm not a political expert, but fuck, it's just sad. It is sad. It's sad when you see it. You see babies in the. Who's supposed to be in the hospital? Six-day-old babies in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a warehouse being looked after. It's like, man, yeah, fuck. Well, I'm sorry to mm -hmm. bring it to this light. So let's make it positive. Let's end positive. on a positive note. All right. end on a positive. So before we go, before what, we are you go. what are you thankful for? Who you going to want to shout out? Ooh. What are you thankful for? What do you feel blessed about? And who you want to shout out real quick? Good vibes only. Yeah, good vibes. Okay. Good vibes. Honestly, nice. right now, I'm blessed with, to, with the people I have around me. The people I have around me, that's one thing I've, I've, I've come to learn lately, especially the end of last year. Um, like, people came and left my life, dropped some dead weight. Mm -hmm. But oh, the people I have... Uh, yeah, beautiful. You. Honestly, you learn. We both did it. It frees you. Yeah, I'm telling you. And you never realize... It's like, you, you can't see the forest for the trees. You never realize till it's gone. And you're like, damn. Yeah, you don't realize you're free. That was holding me back. I was, and I, I was always free. But the thing is, I never realized... It's like Rock Lee in Naruto. When he took the weights off, weights off. Boom. and his and legs he's exactly, fast. he's fucking fast. fast. I feel that's where I'm at right that's now. That's what I'm going to say. Where all this money come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. If not, I got a new deal. All these other things are happening that's really positive in my life, and yeah. I'm like, man, I'm just happy with the people I have around me. Because you ever think about putting this guy on screen? Me later on after fighting. After fighting. For real though. Right now, I'm, I'm focused. I'm focused. I'm focused. You need to after taste fighting. This a little bit, man. No, I, that, I like it. That's that the thing. That boy got four bl blunts in his hand. <laughs> casually. Hey, man, I'm out here. <laughs> I love it. It's back home. But um, yeah, so it's just, I'm just happy to have the people I have around me because yeah. they, they really care about me and they really want what, what's best for me. For sure. You know? It really changed my life. One thing I like, before even my parents believed in my dream, they still supported me. Yeah. And I've had people or someone telling me, like, you know, your, your family's only around you for your money. I'm like, where the fuck were you when I had no money? Exactly. My family been there from the fucking get-go. So don't give your family no money and give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, the, that's what you're trying to say. But I'm saying, like, nah, they've been there the whole time when I had no money. When they didn't even, my mom and dad didn't believe in what I was going to do because no one from my country had done it yet. So they're like, they still supported me. Whenever I had no money, whenever I'm like, yo, pops, can you loan me a hundred bucks? They will, they will support me. Yeah. Now nah, I bless them. They oh, deserve yeah. everything. Even, even before fighting, just like being their son, growing up the way we did, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get a better life from, for us by mm -hmm. moving to the Western world. Mm -hmm. I bless them now. And the people around me as well, I make sure, I don't like to, I don't like to like give fishes. I like to like teach them how to fish. You know, because even my pops is teaching me how to fish. Mm -hmm. You know, say, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Give him, teach him how to fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. That's so, Bible. people with me, my brother, Bible. he's my producer for my Freestyle Bender YouTube page. Mm -hmm. He started that whole shit up, and now he's going to be some big-time producer somewhere because he can do whatever he wants. Yes, sir. I, my security guard, he's already, like, running Madison Square Garden. He's about to run fucking... Yes, sir. What's the name? Crypto.com Center tomorrow night when we go watch the game, you oh, know? Shit. Like, it's I lit. put people in positions for me so they can, like teach themselves how to fish or feed for themselves because I don't need no leeches around me or no yes men, you know? So, yeah, I just, I'm just grateful for the people I have around me. And fuck, like I said about the Joe Rogan situation, fuck the noise. Just focus on the people around you and focus on love because everyone forgets, man. It just feels good to do good for other people. Amen. Everyone always forgets. And trust me, it's selfish, but at least you're doing good for someone else. And you never do it for likes, you do it for love. 
Amen. Amen. Preach. Well, there you have it. Get a witness. Amen. That's the Holy Ghost, real quick. But there you have it. That is Mike Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day, Super Bowl champ. Yeah, you heard that. Yes. Talk your shit, champ. You know the vibes. Talk your shit. We outside. We outside. We have a one and only. Israel, Israel, You'll never forget us. I know you heard that. Easy. We out here. This is our hot boxing. We outside. Bro. Later.